serving fans throughout the Midwest and even more around the world. This is the Show Me Sports Network. The following is an exclusive broadcast property presentation of the Show Me Sports Network and is a high-fidelity, all-digital broadcast. This broadcast is copyrighted by the Show Me Sports Network for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this broadcast without the Show Me Sports Network's written consent is prohibited. It's time for Jefferson City Renegades Baseball on the Show Me Sports Network. This is the Jefferson City Renegades pregame show on the exclusive home for Renegades baseball, the Show Me Sports Network. We'll recap last night's highlights, set the stage for first pitch, and even get the thoughts of the head coach during the pregame show. All while we get set to bring you the exciting play-by-play action of your Jefferson City Renegades. The best pregame coverage in mid-Missouri is on the air. As the Show Me Sports Network broadcast crew is ready in the Doc and Norm Direct broadcast booth. Exclusive pregame coverage of Jefferson City Renegades baseball is brought to you by Animal Medical Center of Jefferson City. Avon with Michelle Carty. Boone County Journal. Centurion Cares, Christopher Scott, Farmers Insurance, Doc and Norm Direct, Eddie Goodell Society, Han Custom Laser Engraving, LLC, Hoslog Landscaping and Design, Last Sentinel Firearms, Retrieving Freedom, River Oak Christian Academy, Sawdust Studios, State Tech of Missouri, and Walk Off Wood Bat Company. The excitement is building in the stands, and the tension is rising in the dugout as first pitch is just around the corner. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Jefferson City Renegades Baseball on the Renegades Radio Network and the Show Me Sports Network. Now let's go live to the field to the Doc and Norm Direct Broadcast booth. And a very pleasant good evening, everyone. Blake Gazaway here with you as we come to you from the Doc and Norm Direct Broadcast booth here from historic Ernie Vivian Field as we are just about 15 minutes away, just a little over 15 minutes away from getting Renegades baseball on the air as the Renegades riding a two-game win streak. They are in the midst of several games in a row here, and they get a chance to come back here to historic Ernie Vivian Field and play in front of the home crowd this evening. They'll actually have a couple of games at home. As uh, right now on this uh, skid here, it's a seven-game skid. So they played two on the road, play two at home, then on the road, and then two more at home. So in the seven days and seven games and seven days they have, so far they are off to a 2-0 start as Monday evening they were in Joplin and beat the Outlaws by a score of 4-3. to And then last night in a game that was in Sedalia against the Bombers, they were victorious. The Renegades were victorious by a score of 7-2. to So I can tell you right now the big thing for the Renegades is they have to score early. Those two games that they have won is really uh, all due in part because they were able to score runs quickly and uh, get out front and then uh, add a few more as the game went on. Also, their previous victory before that was last Thursday. That was at Joplin as well. That was a 15-10 final, and same thing there. They jumped out early, were able to put some runs on the board, so that is a uh, secret to their success here 
is they just have to find a way to get out and put some runs up and uh, rely on their good defense, rely on their pitching. They've had some stellar pitching performances as of late, have to rely on that, and uh, they will get their third victory in a row in game three of seven here, as we said, tonight at home, tomorrow night at home as well. Tonight, uh, win it Wednesday here at the ballpark as you've got a chance to play bingo and win some prizes with that, as well as uh, if the Renegades win on Wednesday night, you'll get a voucher to come back to another game this season for the Renegades. So, so far we haven't had to uh, cash in those vouchers yet because the Renegades have not won on Wednesday, but that, I have a good feeling, might have a chance to come to an end tonight and Get a, get a victory on winning Wednesdays and break out those vouchers in order to send the fans home happy as well as have a chance to come back to a future Renegades game. As I said, Blake Gazza, we're here with you. It's been a few games since I've been on the air. Ben Schmidt doing a great job filling in for me uh, throughout this uh, season. He had several road games as well as I've been at the ballpark for the last couple home games, but uh, helped with the on-field MC and some other duties as well. So, Enjoyed that, but definitely I also enjoy doing the broadcast as well. The sun continuing to slowly creep down. as uh, It's not as hot as it has been, but that sun definitely beating down, and you're definitely feeling it here at the ballpark. But once it goes down, it's going to be a great night for baseball here as we uh, play at historic Ernie Vivian Field. The field looking great. The grass looks great. Of course, we haven't been home for several uh, days to play on it, but the uh, grounds crew as well as... Renegades players also help take care of the field and the coaching staff. They all have it ready and uh, making it look good for the game here this evening as uh, the Renegades again hosting the uh, Chillicothe Mudcats. The Mudcats come in with the record of 5-10. and ten. These two teams matched up a few uh, nights ago. That was Saturday night. That was at Chillicothe, and it was a win for Chillicothe by a final of 4-3 to three as they bested the Renegades in uh, a game that was not the best baseball played by the Renegades we've seen this season. But there at uh, Chillicothe, it's a tough ballpark to hit anything out of. And they had some balls lifted, but just uh, the way the wind blows there, it's hard to get a ball to leave the uh, park. And uh, neither team had that. But if I remember right, there was double-digit hits for both teams or thereabouts close to it. So a relatively low-scoring game for the number of hits that transpired throughout the ball game so thankfully though the renegades had a chance to uh retool and reset and riding the two-game win streak here into the game today again plenty of room for you to come out see a lot of fans have made their way out but still plenty of room for you see a lot of the bingo cards out so we're going to have a good time at the ballpark playing some bingo and uh hopefully as i said we get the win tonight everybody will get a voucher to come back to a future game here for the renegades as uh as uh, this a Mink League North versus South contest here between these two teams. So we're going to take a quick break and then be back and uh, get you set for more of our pregame activities as you're listening to exclusive coverage of Renegades Baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. 
Throughout the course of any game, different actions stand out to different people. But everyone remembers a walk-off, especially if it's a walk-off wood bat. Handcrafted right here in Missouri, walk-off wood bat company bats are made with premium-grade maple, ash, and birch, fully customizable to make it truly yours. From the length and weight to the barrel and handle color, you're able to customize every feature of your wood bat, including personalized engraving with a 45-day warranty. In addition to selling custom handcrafted bats, they also offer a selection of bat accessories, including lizard skin bat grips and batting gloves. To help find your confidence at the plate, give walk-off wood Bat Company a call at 816-261-1014 or visit wowbats.com. We are State Tech. We are hands-on education. When you choose the number one two-year college in the country, you know you will be ready for your career. That's why at State Tech, we say from the classroom to your career, we are the employer's choice. We are State Tech. Creating custom, handcrafted woodworking projects has never been easier. Become a member of Sawdust Studios and enjoy 24-7 access to a woodworker's paradise. Outfit with industry-leading, professional-grade tools, Sawdust Studios offers endless woodworking possibilities. Don't have woodworking experience? No problem, as Sawdust Studios offers affordable classes from a community of woodworkers, experienced designers, and master craftsmen. Youth classes are also offered for those junior woodworkers. For more information, search Sawdust Studios on Facebook or find them online at Sawdust Sawdust247.com. Sawdust Studios, your community woodshop. River Oak Christian Academy has been providing a strong biblical foundation and academic excellence within a Christian environment to students for more than 16 years. Located in the Jefferson City, River Oak Christian Academy offers kinder prep through 7th grade with 8th grade to be added in the 2023-2024 school year. River Oak Christian Academy's primary goal is the discipleship of the next generation to impact the world for Christ. Average class sizes are just 16 students with a student body composed of families from over 30 area churches. Kinder prep offerings include 3 and 5 full day sessions with kindergarten offering a half day and full day program. To find out more about River Oak Christian Academy, call them at 573-634-3983. Hi, this is Nick Hoslog, owner of Hoslog Landscape and Design. Every day, my highly trained team of experts works hard to give you the outdoor living area you've been dreaming of. By focusing solely on landscaping and hardscape construction, this has made us the preferred landscape and design company serving Jefferson City and the Central Missouri area. Thank you for all your continued support in voting us as winners of the Reader's Choice Awards and Jefferson City's Best multiple years running. When you are ready to begin your dream outdoor project, call us at 573-301-9464 to schedule an estimate or visit hoslaglandscape.com. Well, both teams finishing their warm-ups here as uh, it's plenty warm here at the ballpark, but finishing getting stretched and ready to go as these two teams matching up. As we said right now, the series, four-game series between the two, sits with a 1-0 advantage in favor of the Mudcats as they got that 4-3 victory at Chillicothe here a uh, few nights ago. That was Saturday night. These two teams matched up. Again, we're glad you're tuned in to our broadcast here on the Show Me Sports Network, the official home for Renegades Baseball. Blake Gazzle here with you. We're glad you're tuned in, whether you're listening on our app or if you're listening to us on our media center, however you're tuned in. We're just glad you're here, and hopefully we'll enjoy tonight's broadcast. Don't forget to uh, give our Facebook page or social media a like if you haven't done so. Just head over and find us at Show Me Sports Network. You'll find us on social media. and Give it a like and give it a share as well. We uh, post some various graphics of some of the different uh, reminders that it's a game day. Also have, as well, we post the uh, projected starters as well. So 
just some of the good information you can find on our website. Or sorry, on our social media. You can also find our website, showmesportsnetwork.com, but you can find those graphics and things on our social media. So you can uh, find that there and give it a like, give it a share as well. Also, if you've not done so, be sure and like the Jefferson City Renegades Facebook page. Just search for Jefferson City Renegades. You'll find them there. Give it a like, and you can hear and see all the happenings of the Renegades as all kinds of things happening here and upcoming stuff. Also have the uh, kids baseball tournament that, or sorry, the uh, the uh, kids baseball clinic. I'll get it right in a minute. That coming up this week as well. All kinds of things happening here at the ballpark as head coaches as well as home plate umpires meet at home plate to go over their quick meeting before we are set to get our starting lineups and uh, clean the uh, home plate with the largest toothbrush here in the Midwest. Also want to uh, let you know as you're listening to our broadcast throughout the uh, season, you can always send us a message or write on our Facebook page. We'd like to know where you're listening and that hopefully you're enjoying the broadcast here all season long. We'll be right back here tomorrow night as uh, the Renegades at home two nights in a row. The Nevada Griffins come to town. That'll be a 7 o'clock first pitch, 6.40 for pregame time. That will be here at Historic Ernie Vivian Field, as we'll be bringing you the live broadcast from the Doc and Norm Direct Broadcast booth. And then Friday, we'll be on the road. We travel to Nevada to take on those Griffins. And then uh, Saturday night, we'll be back here at the ballpark. Also, Sunday will be a home game as well. So a couple of home games and a road game, then a couple more home games. As we said, uh, win it Wednesday. Tomorrow, thankful Thursday at the ballpark. As uh, we've got select groups, we'll get in for... One dollar at the ballpark for tomorrow's group. That's government employees. So if you show your government employee ID, you'll get in for one dollar. And then, uh, like I said, be on the road Friday, Saturday. We've got our family fun nights. Kids run the bases and uh, player autographs as well. All kinds of fun happenings. We did that uh, last uh, last week, last Friday night. And I got to say, those kids probably slept very well as we had lots of kids running the bases. The players were out there playing some catch with them, running the bases, having a good time signing autographs. And then Sunday will be our ice cream social Sunday, as well as the church day at the ballpark, the church that brings the most bulletins. We'll make a donation to the uh, youth group of the church. But uh, we'll have free ice cream at the ballpark on Sunday, so you'll definitely want to come out and uh, get some ice cream, watch some baseball, have a good time. We did that uh, about a week and a half ago and uh, had ice cream at the ballpark with our first of two ice cream socials, had a lot of fun. And i got to say, the ice cream was very tasty and very good. So that kind of runs down the schedule here is still meeting the home plate umpires, at least one of the two umpires I don't recognize, so I don't think I've seen him this season. The other one couldn't tell you his name, but I have seen him last season and this season both. So they're going over their final instructions. Again, we're going to take another quick break and then be back as you're listening to exclusive coverage of Renegades Baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. Since 2018, Han Custom Laser Engraving LLC has been specializing in all things custom, using large format, high-powered lasers with some of the most advanced technologies on the market. Anything can become a canvas. The state-of-the-art system makes quick work of custom engraving on cups, glass, tile, wood, acrylic, metal, headstones with endless possibilities. They also offer custom one-of-a-kind signs that are sure to make your design stand out. Find them on Facebook at Han Custom Laser Engraving or call 573-489-8732 to find out more on custom laser engraving llc a veteran owned business 
Last Sentinel Firearms is your federally licensed and registered Type 7 FFL manufacturer dealer in Missouri, providing quality products to all types of sports enthusiasts, law enforcement, and individuals across the nation. Orders are currently being fulfilled, offering custom-built pistols and rifles from the AR platform made right here in Missouri. Visit their website at lastsentinelfirearms.com or call them at 417-684-7202 to find out what they've got for you. Last Sentinel Firearms, you are your last line of defense. The following public service announcement is brought to you by the Eddie Goodell Society, Jefferson City Chapter 10, doing little things to make a big difference. Want to make a big difference in your community? Be kind to others, drive safely, and put litter in its proper place. Join us in celebrating Eddie Goodell's historic Major League appearance as a member of the St. Louis Browns by doing something nice for someone today. Take a walk, Eddie! Starting lineups being introduced here, so we'll do the same as for the uh, visiting Chillicothe Mudcats, who sit at a record of 5 and 10 on the season. Leading off will be the shortstop, Elijah Maris. Batting second will be a center fielder, Braden Brewer. Batting third will be third baseman, Tyler Bickers. Catching batting fourth, Tanner Sears. Batting in the five hole will be right fielder Justin Sanchez. At second base, batting sixth will be Luis Ramirez on first base. Batting seventh, wearing number seven, will be Jonah Sanford. DH for today's game in the eight hole is Elian Guzman. And left field batting ninth will be Austin Wright. And on the mound, Bailey Quint to round out the starters for Chillicothe. For the... Jeff City Renegades, who sit at 6-7 and seven on the season. Leading off in the number one spot, center fielder Adonis Forte. Left fielder, number 24, Ty Wilmsmeyer, will bat second. Batting third will be right fielder and Ross Lovich. Batting fourth at second base will be Jackson Lovich. The DH for today's game, batting fifth, will be TJ Rockerbomber. As playing on third base, batting sixth, Luke Fuller at shortstop, number seven, will be, uh, sorry, hitting in the seven-hole, boy number 19, Taylor Hopkins. I see the Hopkins uh, cheering squad has made their way out to the ballpark. As batting eighth at first base, Ian Nolf, and catching batting ninth will be Joe Herschler, and on the mound will be Caleb Karaker to round out the starting infielders and outfielders, and on the mound for the Renegades. As we said, they're riding a two-game winning streak, trying to stretch that to three games. As we said, the Hopkins cheering squad in full effect here at the ballpark. So we will take a quick break here as maybe we'll get the national anthem momentarily, and then we'll get back and get ready for first pitch. As... Herschler being introduced. Again, he's batting ninth. So Caleb Carricker on the mound for the Renegades. We're going to take a quick break and be back as you're listening to exclusive coverage of Renegades Baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. Moex, Doc and Norm Direct is back. 
better than ever. Much more than your number one ground shuttle transportation service to St. Louis Airport. Yes! Moex Dock and Norm Direct is Mid-Missouri's leader in premier group travel, sporting events, concerts, wedding receptions, the lake, winery trips, Branson, plaza shopping, reunions, pub crawls, group sizes from 1 to 100 or beyond. We do it all. Remember, we want you to ride Moex Dock and Norm Direct. When things come out of left field, having a game plan matters. Farmers Insurance has over 90 years of experience helping people play through every stage of the game. We've seen almost everything, so we know how to cover almost anything. Talk to Farmers Agent Christopher Scott at 573-896-0131 to see how I can help you stay in the game. That's Christopher Scott at 573-896-0131. We are farmers. Bum, ba, dum, bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers, Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges, and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. At Centurion Cares, for more than three decades, their focus has been on exceeding customer expectations for contact center software solutions. Their innovative communication solutions include utility interactive voice response software that allows for smart communication features that let your utility deliver superior customer service 24-7. They also provide other streamlined services like automatic call distribution, automated customer callback, reporting, and quality assurance. To find out more about how Centurion Cares can help your business, call them at 727-421. 5300 or look them up online at centurioncares.com centurion cares innovative communication solutions national anthem being completed here at the ballpark as first pitch ceremonial first pitch will be on its way here just shortly Nice job of that youngster. I got to say, he's got a uh, slick hairstyle. He's got the uh, sunglasses on. Also has a Mizzou cap on. And has, uh, well, I'd say it's about, uh, it's kind of a mullet of sorts. It's business in the front, party in the back. So cleaning the home plate now with the biggest toothbrush here in the Midwest. Courtesy of Southwest Dental Care. Don't forget, bringing you today's game here on the Show Me Sports Network. Blake Gasaway with you from the Doc and Norm Direct Broadcast Booth. Go riding with Doc and Norm, Mid-Missouri's leader in premier group travel. Group sizes of 1 to 100 and beyond, they do it all. Doc and Norm Direct, the official transportation provider of the Renegades. They get us to a road game safely, efficiently. Most importantly, they get us there in style. To book your spot for your next destination, call them at 573-256-1991 or email reservations at moexpress.com. So Carriker on the mound for the uh, Renegades. As Caleb Carriker, a 6-foot, 190-pound freshman right-hander from just down the road at Columbia but plays at William Woods. He gets the start for the Renegades here. They play at home at historic Ernie Vivian Field. He'll have a couple more pitches, then able to throw down to first base as he is just about ready. So Herschler will throw down to second to Lovich. They'll throw it around the horn, and then he will get set. As shortstop, Elijah Maris will be the first one up. 
Here as we lead off the game, it'll be Maris, Brewer, and Bickers. So shortstop, center fielder, and third baseman. So on-plate umpire says, let's play ball. So first pitch, there's going to be a ball hit into left field. It'll be a one-pitch leadoff single. As Maris will be standing on first base. First pitch, first hit. As they say, there goes the no-hitter right there. That's right. You know, I suppose I've never been a pitcher, but... I suppose that if I was going to give up a no-hitter, I'd rather be on the first pitch. <laughs> on the first rather than the, than the last. Nine and two-thirds. So this will be center fielder Braden Brewer. So they'll have a runner on first base. Nobody out here. First pitch, big swing and a miss for strike one. And it's a hot evening here at the ballpark, but once the sun goes down, it'll be a great evening for Renegades baseball. You're right, it is hot, but I think it's a little cooler than some we had last Yeah, there's a little bit of breeze. Throw to first base, back safely. Beautiful night. Renegades trying to keep their two-game win streak alive and extend it to three games here. Another throw back to first base. Runner back safely, that's Maris. So Carriker will look back in, get the sign from Herschler. He'll check over his shoulder real quick. That pitch is outside. Even the count of one ball and one strike. The Brewer quickly digs back in. Carriker again gets set. Quick peek over the shoulder at first base. And he'll set. That one's going to be fouled out of play. So that'll put Brewer down to the count of one ball and two strikes. One of the youngsters gets a chance to return that foul ball. Get to spin the prize wheel. So Carriker on the mound, Herschler behind home plate, Nolf at first. Levich at second, Hopkins at short, Fuller on third, and Wilmsmeyer, Forte, and Levich. That's Ross Levich. There's going to be another ball fouled off. The alignments here for the Renegades as we start this game as they host the 5-10 Chillicothe Mudcats. So again... Brewer digs back in. He's playing center field tonight for the Mudcats. 1-2 offering. That one thought it was down central, but no call there. So that'll leave in the count at two balls and two strikes. Just off the plate outside a bit. Another throw back to first. No tag applied by Nolf. Yeah, that pitch was close enough. I don't think I'd take it no. a second time. No, that, that was a tough one to take. Two strikes. So two balls and two strikes. That pitch is going to be hit on the button, caught by Hopkins. He will not throw back to first base. Wise decision there. That'll be out number one. For the Mudcats, Tyler. Absolutely. He did a good job of getting back to the base. It was a nice catch by the shortstop, though. Hit right on the button, but to Hopkins. So this will be third baseman, Tyler Bickers. He'll landscape a little bit in the batter's box. He will step in. Mudcats wearing their gray tops with the white pinstripes and the gray pants. The crimson numbers. Another throwback to first base. The white trim on the numbers. So have the crimson socks with the white stripes. For the Renegades, they're wearing their white jerseys with the white pants. It says Renegades across the chest with the yellow and blue numerals. Runner's going to go to second. Herscher will throw down their throw just a hair off line. It'll be a stolen base. He made it closer than it looked at first, though. Absolutely. He made a nice throw. One hopper to the 
to the bag right on him, but he just got there. He made a nice play on that. You're absolutely right on that. It was closer than uh, we anticipated yeah. it to be. I don't have much room to talk. I, I don't think I'd get it past the, the pitcher if I was trying to throw out there. Oh, you'd be surprised. You could probably get it. So no balls and one strike now sure. as Bickers will be down in the count. Carriker will check the runner. Now there's the pitch. That one outside gets past Herschler as runner will go to third base. So a stolen base and then a wild pitch. So that'll put a runner in scoring position for the Mudcats. About a 57-foot curveball there. The landed hit in front of the plate. Tough to catch for those catchers on those ones that bounce out in front like that. So Bickers will dig back in. Again, a right-handed batter. Character will check the runner at third. Now look back home. Now his next delivery on its way. That one misses just a bit outside. That'll take it two balls and one strike. In just the third batter here in the inning to start the game here for the Mudcats. Crocker looks back in. That one downstairs and low. Couldn't go far enough away from Herschler, so that'll take the count to three balls and one strike. Baker's putting the stop sign up for Maris at third base, telling him not to come home. Kind of liking these uh, pinstripe uniforms Chillicothe's sporting this year. I agree. I think they can hear you in the background. Yeah. So 3-1 offering on its way. There's a well-hit ball into left field going back on it is Wilmsmeyer. He'll make the grab runner tags the throw. Long throw in, and it's not going to be in time, but a heck of a throw from Wilmsmeyer as he just about guns the runner down, but a run will score with two outs now. From, from that deep, that's his only play is to try to get it all the way to the plate on the fly like that or one hop. It's just hard to get that guy from the deep ball hit into left field, tagging him from third. This is a great play, though. I mean, nice throw. Yeah, he did a nice, nice little crow hop there to get the throw in, and it was right on track. Just wasn't quite there in time, but still a heck of a play. Now this is catcher Tanner Sears. So first offering to him. That one's going to drop in there for strike one. It's a one to nothing lead in favor of the Mudcats. And see a lot of fans with their bingo cards out trying yeah. to check off. See if they get the bingo. That one just a bit upstairs. Do we know what the prize is tonight yet? I know they have to get a picture frame, so all the way around the outside part, right. but I'm not sure what the prize is, but that's what they're trying to get. 1-1 one, one offering. That one low and outside. So I'll take it to two balls and one strike. Sun again creeping down so slowly. It's kind of behind the netting a little bit. Still there, but it definitely has a little bit of reprieve from straight on where it usually is. There's a big swing and a miss. Evens the count at two balls and one strike. So two balls, one strike as Sears will step back in. Another right-handed batter, righty against righty matchup. 2-2 two -two offering with two outs on its way. That one misses, couldn't quite catch the outside part of the plate. So Carriker looks back in. Payoff pitch on its way. There's a, a ball hit into left field and it's gonna get through. As trying to put a glove on it was Fuller, he could not. That'll be a two out single. 
That'll also be right fielder Justin Sanchez. So he steps in. Again, another righty. Uh, he will step in with two outs here, runner on first base. His team has a one to nothing lead here early in this game as we play in the top of the first inning. He'll take a couple of swings at the waist. Now he'll set and be ready. First pitch, low and outside ball, one. Carriker will toe the rubber again and look in and get the sign from Herschler. Runner takes a decent lead on first base. That's Sears. Sears is going to take a couple more steps. There's a big cut and a miss there for strike one on Sanchez. That'll even account of one ball, one strike. Carriker looks back in. He'll check over his shoulder. Now he'll look back at home. That one's going to be a foul ball, so that'll take it to one ball and two strikes. And Sanchez down in the count now at one and two. And Sears on first base with that two-out single into left field. One-two count. Sanchez again digs back in. Carriker looks in, now looks over at first. Now he's set. 1-2 offering. That one's a bit outside. So I'll leave in the count of two balls and two strikes. Again, in the on-deck circle, this will be second baseman, Luis Ramirez. A couple of windmill swings now. Sanchez says he's ready. Cox the bat, 2-2 offering. That one's going to be fouled out of play into the net. So we'll still stay at two balls, two strikes. In two outs here, one run has been plated by the Mudcats. Two hits in the inning for that one run. Helped out with a stolen base, taking third on a wild pitch. 2-2 offering on its way, that one upstairs, so we'll go full. At three balls and two strikes. Carriker trying to work out of the jam. The runner will take off on this pitch, try to get a jump. That's Sears at first base. He'll take off for second. There's a swing and a miss. First strike out of the game. That ends the inning. We'll run one run was scored, a couple hits, no errors, and one left on the base path. We'll go to the bottom half of the frame as you're listening to exclusive coverage of Renegades Baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. At the Boone County Journal, we're with you all the way. We know that you're more than just a subscriber. You're an employer. You're a parent. You're a neighbor. Most importantly, you're a community member. It's our goal to provide you with the latest news, sports, opinions, obituaries, classifieds, and more to keep you informed about your community. To find out more about the Boone County Journal or to subscribe, call 573-657-2334 or visit bocojo.com. The Boone County Journal, we're with you all the way. Running out of some of your favorite Avon products and haven't seen an Avon brochure in quite some time? No need to worry. Avon Independent Sales Representative Michelle Carty can help with your skin so soft, makeup, jewelry, fragrance, and skin care needs. Avon now carries cleaning supplies, clothing, daily essentials, and several small LG electronic items. You now have the opportunity to shop online 24-7 and have your order shipped directly to your front door by shopping with Michelle at mcarty.avonrepresentative.com. 
www.avonconservative.com or find her on Facebook by searching Avon Carti. We go to the bottom half of the first inning. Renegades trail by a score of one to nothing. They're playing here in the break. The heat is on. As we said, it's definitely on. It's not as hot as it has been this summer, but it is still a warm, toasty night here at the ballpark. This is one of the longest days of the year, if I'm not mistaken. I think yesterday was the longest. I believe you're, yeah, you're you're in the right ballpark there. This one has to be right up there with it, right? Although so it's a beautiful day to be so long. Saturday, it's supposed to be triple digits, so I won't say too much about it being hot today because no. we know Saturday it's going to be hot. So on the mound for the uh, Mudcats is Bailey Quint. Don't have any information on him other than he's a Chillicothe Mudcat starting pitcher. Tall right-hander with a full head of hair. He does have some luscious hair, that's he for does. sure. I got my hair cut yesterday, so I'm like opposite. I don't have Just much. Opposite of that. Just taking a look at the map of our listeners. We have Arizona in there. We have Georgia down in Texas. Clear up almost to Canada. So leading off the game here for us will be Adonis Forte. He's 5'11", 185-pound freshman. Left-handed batter, right-handed thrower from Omaha, Nebraska. Plays at Rockhurst. He leads off the game for the Renegades. He's playing center field here tonight. So first pitch on its way. He'll watch that one go outside, ball one. Adonis was a bit of a late addition, missed the first few games, but he's kind of come on strong, batting 400 in the games he's been playing in. He's also one of the fastest renegades we have on the team this year. He's going to hit that one, and that's going to get down and go to the My Fair Ellie sign in left center field as he's going to truck on down to second. He's got to get down. He is in there for a double. We got to see him run. That's for sure. He can run. I just said that, that he is one of the yeah. fastest, and he needed the Afterburners there as he slides under the tag, has a leadoff double. Now this will be Ty Wilmsmeyer, the left fielder, as Wilmsmeyer, 6'185 185-pound junior. He's a righty across the board. He's from Springfield, Missouri, but plays at Mizzou. He is one of several Tigers we have on the squad this year. Glad to have him part of the team. Nice young man. Enjoyed the interactions that uh, had with him, so. He's just baseball-oriented guy all the way around. That pitch is going to miss low ball one. Also did a good job in his pitching outing yeah. recently. He can play in the outfield. He can pitch on the mound. And I would say you could put him anywhere, and he would do quite well. He's just a well-rounded baseball player. And a six-tool player? Absolutely. There, he's going to hit that one foul as he rockets that one down the third base line just inches away from getting into the corner. So I'll leave in the count at... One ball and one strike. Playing on uh, next spring, going and seeing him maybe play some Mizzou games. Actually going to see all of our Mizzou players play some games next spring. Yeah. Cheer him on, get a chance to see him outside of the Renegade season. It's always a good time. 1-1 one, one offering. That one upstairs. Couldn't get that one to drop in, so it'll be two balls and one strike. Holmes Meyer again. Right-hander across the board. We'll dig back in. He's ahead in the count. Two balls, one strike. Quinn will check the runner on second. Two-one offering. 
Allen bounces across home plate. Adonis taps the top of his head and says, shoot, I should have went to third base on that. Didn't get real far away from the catcher, but might have made it an interesting play at third base if he did try to take that. Well, he's in scoring position, so it's kind of a risk. You know, you never want to make the first or the third out at uh, third base. That's the rule. Well, he's probably smart just to stay where he was. 3-1 offering. That one's going to be found back, so we'll go full. He's talking about that speed of Forte. It was nice to see him racing some of the kiddos last uh, when we played last Friday. It's almost a week ago. The kids ran the bases after the game. Players were out there signing autographs, taking pictures, and he was racing some of the kids and having a good time. The kids were having a good time. It was a nice way to uh, spend after the game. Payoff pitch on its way. Wilmsmeyer's going to hit that one, and it's going to get down into the left field. They're going to get Forte, the stop sign, as he's going to have to go back to third. He'll dive in there as he was given the green light, then the red light put up. So Wilmsmeyer will have a single. So now runners on the corners at first and third. Now batting for the Renegades from Overland Park, Kansas. Good decision to hold him up. The ball was hit pretty hard, got to the left field in a hurry. He was able to make a play and get the ball back in. So it's Good to hold him up. Like I said, he's in scoring position. Just need to get him in. This is right. Fielder Ross Lovich, six foot, 170-pound sophomore, left-hander across the board. He's from Overland Park, Kansas. Again, he is one of our Tigers by way of Mizzou playing on the squad here this season. So first pitch to him. He's going to take a big swing and a miss for strike one as he's got runners on the corners. Nobody out here. It's his team trails by a score of one to nothing, but looking to tie it up and or take the lead. He could do so with one swing of the bat here. Quint will look back in, check on the runner at first. That's Wilmsmeyer. Now he's set. 0-1 offering. Runner's going to go to second. They throw down there. And that's going to be a stolen base on that slide there. Wilmsmeyer slides in. That was a smooth slide into second base if I ever saw one. Yeah, slides right in there, pops right up. Oh, to be young, right? Absolutely. He just made that look easy. So stolen base there for Wilmsmeyer. So now it'll be runners on second and third now instead of first and third. So for sure now, if Lovich can send one in play, he's going to hit a high fly ball left field. Left fielder going back on it at the warning track. They're going to give the green light to Adonis. He'll tag up. He'll come home as Wilmsmeyer will go to third, and we're tied at one apiece. So Lovich does his job as he drives in a run. We're tied at one to one. Now this will be second baseman Jackson Lovich. As Jackson, 6'4", 180 pound freshman. He is from Overland Park, Kansas. Getting righty across the board and he is going to Mizzou. So back to back to back Tigers here looking to get some action going for the Renegades. First pitch him called strike one. Nice job by Wilmsmeyer to get over to the third base because he knows that the ball is going to come into third if he tags up because there's no way to get Adonis scoring. So he did a really good job of hustle, made a good slide, and got in there at third. Get a little breeze pumping in now. It sure does feel nice. There's a big swing and a miss. That'll make it 0 and 2 for Jackson Lovich, the second baseman. He will dig back in. It has a runner on third base. That's Wilmsmeyer. 
Quince 0-2 offering on its way. That one outside. Catcher has to slide over to get it, but keeps it in front of him. Otherwise, Wilmsmeyer comes home. There's a good chance the Renegades are ahead by a score of 2 to nothing. So one ball, two strikes. Again, one out here as we play in the bottom of the first inning. Both teams played in one run. And they're half of the first. Renegades looking to make it more than one. That pitch upstairs doesn't drop in the zone. Evens account, two balls, two strikes. Pitch just kind of a high arcing pitch that just doesn't quite drop off there at the end into the strike zone. But it's right at the top of the zone. So it's, close. it's close. You're right. So two balls, two strikes, one out. Quinn will check the runner at third. Now deliver the pitch. There's going to be a foul ball. So we'll do it again. T.J. Rockerbomber, the designated hitter in the on-deck circle. Lovich will step back in. He'll tap the plate a couple times. Now swing the bat at his waist a couple more times. Now he'll say he's ready. It's way up there at the top of his legs. (laughs) So 2-2 offering on its way. There's a swing and a miss. The ball will be in the dirt as they'll throw down to first base. Get the out, number two. From here, it looked like that was going to ding him on the back of the helmet. Yeah. So now this will be designated hitter in T.J. Rockerbomber. Rockerbomber, 5'10", 185-pound freshman. He's a left-handed batter, right-handed thrower from Herman, Missouri. Plays at Emporia State. I've seen Herman on our map for our broadcast, so I think his family's been tuning in, so. We're glad they've been listening, or whoever we have in Herman, Missouri. We're glad they're tuned in to listen. First offering to him, way inside, ball one and low. See, we've got a fan that's set up camp out there in center field, a little bit bit to the right of center field. They might have the right idea because it's nice and shady out there. Yeah, and the sun's not in their face. I know. So one ball, two strikes. Quinn will check the runner at third. Now his next delivery, that one upstairs. That same pitch there just can't get it to drop off into the strike zone as it's coming across home plate. Good discipline to lay off it, though, because it is close. So Wilmsmeyer again at third base. He'll take a short lead there. 2-0 offering on its way. That one down central, strike one. Going to slow down his arm motion that time. It wasn't quite as fast of a pitch, but he got it, over the, got it into the zone that time. Rocker Bomber will step back in. Be a good time for Rocker Bomber to send a home run for that fan to go chase down out there. It's in the outfield. 2-1 offering on its way, that one outside. That would be convenient for that fan. just to That'll go three balls and one strike. Right here, TJ, win it, kid, win it. So Quint looks back in again to get the sign. And we're tied up at one run apiece, two outs here in the bottom of the first inning. Rocker Bomber digs back in. 3-1 offering on its way. He's going to foul that one off. Looked like he tried to check his swing, but connected with the ball instead. So we're full here. Three balls and two strikes. Two outs here in the bottom of the first inning. Rocker Bomber at bat. Wilmsmeyer on third. Payoff pitch on its way. There's going to be a bouncing ball. It's going to be gloved by the second baseman. Awkward throw, and they'll say it's there in time. He was falling back but was able to get 
The throw off in time goes as a 4-3 put out and ends the inning. However, the Renegades were able to score one run, had a couple hits as well, no errors, left one on base, so mirrored exactly what the Mudcats did in their half of the first inning. So we'll take a quick break and be back as you're listening to exclusive coverage Renegades Baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. Hello, Blake Gasaway here with the Show Me Sports Network. I've had the opportunity to have some amazing calls, including overtime touchdowns, walk-off home runs, and buzzer-beating baskets. But I've answered another call. That's to serve my community as a volunteer firefighter. Stop and think what would happen if your home or property caught fire and no one was there to put it out. Every day, volunteer firefighters not only save lives and property, but also respond to other emergencies. Nearly two-thirds of our nation's fire departments are manned by volunteer firefighters. And because of this, we simply need more volunteers to step up and answer the call. Stop by or contact your local fire department and see how you can become a volunteer firefighter today. I answered the call to serve my community. Will you? Go to the top of the second inning as it'll be batters six, seven, and eight come to plate for the Mudcats. As this will be the second baseman and Luis Ramirez. And then first baseman, Jonah Samford. The designated hitter, Elian Guzman, will be the three due up. Character on the mound for his second inning to work. First pitch, low and outside, ball one. Ramirez comes in, 237 average, be a six walks, six stolen bases on the season. He's definitely and a threat nine, on the base. Nine path. walks. That one in there for strike one. He's going to look the ball over. Nine walks, that's pretty high for this early in the season. Yeah, he definitely finds an unconventional way to get on plate, whatever that may be. So one ball, one strike. That one in there called strike two. That's what you got to do, pound the strike zone. He'll drop his bat, so he'll have to retrieve that. So he will step back in with a one ball, two strike count. And win at Wednesdays here at the ballpark. A bingo going on. That pitch outside evens the count, two balls, two strikes. Also have the vouchers ready. If Renegades win on Win It Wednesdays. Everybody at the ballpark gets a voucher to come back to a future Renegades game. So two two offering from Carriker on the way. That one upstairs, so we'll go full. Three balls and two strikes. The payoff pitch on its way. That one's going to be sliced, foul. It'll get out of play. So we'll do it again. Brought to you by Ameren, Missouri. Fans, don't forget when you return those foul balls to the entrance then you'll have a chance to win some great prizes. And nice little breeze blowing in. Feels very good. So Carriker's payoff pitch in on its way. There's going to be a well-hit ball lifted into center field. Forte going back on it at the wall. He'll make the grab. Actually, he was at the warning track, not quite at the wall, but makes the grab nonetheless for out number one. Now this will be first baseman Jonas Samford. Coming to 
Jonah Sanford. That's right. Tom, our statistician, giving us a good insight there. Good insight on the comparison of the coverage of water. That pitch, a little inside, ball one. What do you say, two-thirds of the earth covered by water, the rest covered by Adonis Forte? That's what he said. That was pretty accurate there as he tracks that one down in deep center field. Sign says 375. That was hit about 370. 1-0 offering. There's going to be a broken bat. It's going to be gloved at second throw to first in time for out number two. Is that bat still intact? But it's got a nice splinter out of it. Yeah, it's, uh, it's for the wood pile there. They're going to have to give a call to our friends at Walkoff Wood Bat Company. Order some new lumber. As that one is done for the season, it'll be part of the postseason bonfire. Now it's officially broken. It's on the way back. Yeah. He just shattered it. So first pitch called strike one to Guzman. Handcrafted right here in Missouri. Walk-off wood bats made from premium grade maple, ash, and birch. They're fully customizable to make them truly yours. I hope you get your confidence at the plate. That one called strike two. Give them a call at 816-261-1014 or visit wildbats.com. They also sell some other things besides bats with lizard skin bat grips and batting gloves, but Sanford's going to have to call him for another bat. That pitch outside. They'll say he went around. So Joe will track it down. We'll tag him for out number three. So three up and three down. We'll go to the bottom half of the second inning as you're listening to exclusive coverage of Renegades Baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. Throughout the course of any game, different actions stand out to different people. But everyone remembers a walk-off, especially if it's a walk-off wood bat. Handcrafted right here in Missouri, walk-off wood bat company bats are made with premium-grade maple, ash, and birch, fully customizable to make it truly yours. From the length and weight to the barrel and handle color, you're able to customize every feature of your wood bats, including personalized engraving with a 45-day warranty. In addition to selling custom handcrafted bats, they also offer a selection of bat accessories, including lizard skin bat grips and batting gloves. To help find your confidence at the plate, give walk-off Wood Bat Company a call at 816-261-1014 or visit wowbats.com. We are State Tech. We are hands-on education. When you choose the number one two-year college in the country, you know you will be ready for your career. That's why at State Tech, we say from the classroom to your career, we are the employer's choice. We are State Tech. We go to the bottom of the second inning here. Said so just checking the map again, have a gathering up in the Northeast corner of Illinois. Yeah, the Chicago land is represented. Have somebody in Lincoln, Nebraska, or Omaha, Nebraska, listening. So this will be batters six, seven, and eight coming to plate for the Renegades. They'll lead off with Luke Fuller, 6'1", 200-pound freshman. He's a right-hander across the board from Chesterfield, Missouri. Plays at Drury. So he will step in. First pitch to him, and they're called strike one. Well, we're playing third base here tonight for the Renegades. Batting 320. Eight hits and 25 at-bats. Pretty good start. So 0-1 offering. Lays off that one. 
Kelly really wanted to pull the trigger there, but held off from it as it was low and away. So one ball, one strike. And we're tied at one apiece here. The Mudcats playing here against the Renegades at Historic Arnie Vivian Field. There's a big swing and a miss. That Off makes it strike pitch. two. Yeah, got it up on the hands, crossed him up. So one ball, two strike count. Again in the on-deck circle, this will be Taylor Hopkins. Then Ian Nolf will be due up. One-two offering. He uh, held his... Nope, they say he did not hold his... Bat nope. there, so. Nope, he 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 offered at it for sure. So that will be shortstop Taylor Hopkins. Taylor As Hopkins, 5'11", 190-pound freshman from right here in Jefferson City, plays at William Woods, a right-hander across the board. So he steps in now. Again, one out here with him to work with. First pitch swing and a miss for strike one. So Hopkins will dig back in. And see his family down. They've not missed a home game and been to several road games as well. When they're not there, I know they're listening to our broadcast. Oh, one offering. Good eye, good that one bounces off a home plate, goes into the netting. So even the count of one ball, one strike. Very nice Wednesday night crowd out here tonight. Absolutely. Said we got baseball bingo going on. That's a new promotion this mm -hmm. year. So now we have a couple fans have gathered out in the outfield there. That one also low and away, ball two. We've been kind of lucky tonight. There's been a cloud parked over here in front of the sun for the last 20 minutes or so. Yeah. It's definitely helped cool off the evening here at the ballpark. Very nice. Very nice weather out there. So two balls, one strike, one out. Next offering to Hopkins, that one upstairs. So we'll go three balls and one strike. In Hopkins' favor now, he can look for the pitch he's looking for. Otherwise, just leave the bat. It's got to be perfect, right? Absolutely. He can leave it cocked behind his his right ear. Now foul that one off, so that was close to what he was looking That's for. That's what he liked it. Just a little bit behind on it as he fouls it out of play down the first base line. So now we'll be full. Three balls and two strikes. Quint's next offering. Payoff pitch. That one's high ball hit in the air. Coming over into foul territory as a third baseman. He'll make the grab for out number two. So now this will be first baseman Ian Nolf. As Ian Nolf steps in here. He is 6'2", 190-pound freshman. He calls Wardsville, Missouri home. He plays at Columbia College, right-hander. Across the board. So Nolf playing at first base here tonight. So he'll step in. First offering. That one called strike one. So he'll be down in the count. And no balls in one strike. So Quint looks back in. That one's going to be skied a mile in the air. It's going to go out of play. It hits off the bleachers next to uh, the first base dugout. Found a spot where there happened to be nobody sitting, but there were people not too far away. So that makes the count. No balls and two strikes. Youngsters chase after that ball to get to spin the prize wheel when they turn it in. 0-2 offering. 
Allen upstairs. Makes it one ball and two strikes. Ball game about 40 minutes old here. We're tied at one apiece. One-two offering on its way. That one in there for called strike three. And three up and three down. As we will go to the uh, top of the third inning. Still tied one apiece. You're listening to exclusive coverage Renegades Baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. Creating custom, handcrafted woodworking projects has never been easier. Become a member of Sawdust Studios and enjoy 24-7 access to a woodworker's paradise. Outfit with industry-leading professional-grade tools, Sawdust Studios offers endless woodworking possibilities. Don't have woodworking experience? No problem, as Sawdust Studios offers affordable classes from a community of woodworkers, experienced designers, and master craftsmen. Youth classes are also offered for those junior woodworkers. For more information, search Sawdust Studios on Facebook or find them online at Sawdust247.com. Sawdust Studios, your community woodshop. River Oak Christian Academy has been providing a strong biblical foundation and academic excellence within a Christian environment to students for more than 16 years. Located in the Jefferson City, River Oak Christian Academy offers kinder prep through 7th grade with 8th grade to be added in the 2023-2024 school year. River Oak Christian Academy's primary goal is the discipleship of the next generation to impact the world for Christ. Average class sizes are just 16 students with a student body composed of families from over 30 area churches. Kinder prep offerings include 3 and 5 full day sessions with kindergarten offering a half day and full day program. To find out more about River Oak Christian Academy calling at 573-634-3983. We go to the uh, top of the third inning. Still tied at one apiece. It'll be batters 9-1 and 2 coming to plate for the Mudcats. Rocker still on the mound for the Renegades as he enters his third inning of work. Leading off will be left fielder Austin Wright. Then we'll go back to Morris, and then Brewer will be due up. Wright batting 172, six hits and 29 at-bats. For the Mudcats, Austin Wright. So he will step in, left-handed batter here for the Mudcats. So he steps in here. Carricker looks in. First offering on its way. That one misses ball one. Somebody needs to get the Southwest Dental uh, toothbrush and clean the plate off again. I know, it's getting a little dirty. Hasn't taken very long for home plate to get a little dusty. That one's going to be gloved by Lovich at second. Throw to first to Nolf in time as a 4-3 put out for out number one. So now this will be Elijah Maris. The shortstop will be due up. He had first pitch single that he sent into left field. Batting 343 coming into the game. Now batting for the Mudcats, Elijah Maris. Also with seven stolen bases. You can see why he's at the top of the lineup. That one called strike one. He did steal second and went to third on a wild pitch and was able to score later on. You know, Roger. 0-1 offering. That one misses... A little low. One ball and one strike. Maris will step back in. He'll tap both sides of home plate. Now rest the bat on his shoulder. Next offering. That one swung on and missed as Carricker blows it by him. That takes the count. One ball, two strikes. (coughs) 
will step back in. Next offering from Carriker on its way. That one bit outside will go even at two balls, two strikes. And see quite a few youngsters made their way out to the ballpark here today. Always good to see that. One going to enjoy some fruit snacks and some popcorn here as she walks by. The 2-2 offering on its way. That one's going to be fouled back, so we'll do it again. He's got a tough head. He'll be fine. That one hits off the net and ricochets back towards the home plate umpire. He does have a lot of protective gear on, but not on the very <laughs> yeah, top of his head. It's on the wrong side there yeah. for where that ball was headed. So two balls and two strikes. One out. Next delivery on its way. There's going to be a bouncing ball hit right back to Carricker. He'll glove. Underhand and all for out number two. This is a 1-3 put out. Now will be center fielder Braden Brewer. He uh, flew out into... Uh, the shortstop with Hopkins, his only at bat, so he's 0 for 1. Came in batting 267 on the season. Four hits and 15 at bats. First pitch in there called strike one. So he'll be down to the count at 0 and 1. Carricker looking to get out of the inning 1 2 3 fashion. That one upstairs inside. Evens the count to one ball and one strike. So two outs here, one-one offering on its way. That one's going to be a ball caught off off the glove of Fuller. He'll glove throw, and not in time as he almost recovered. Tried to slingshot it across the infield and. Got to Fuller's glove, but couldn't field it cleanly. Yeah, hard line drive to the third baseman, just a few inches off the dirt. Got his glove on it, knocked it down, and then the uh, throw was a little wide. It was a hot shot ball, to say the least, right on a line. Base hit, our official score gives that, I agree. I agree as well. It was a tough play when a ball's rocketed at you right off the end of the bat. That one called strike one as Bickers, the third baseman, steps in. He's down in the count at 0-1. So a two-out runner on first base. Carricker will look over, check on Brewer at first. And he'll peek over again. A runner's going to go to second. Hit and run was on. That one fouled out of play. So now Brewer will have to jog back to first base. So it'll be uh, no balls and two strikes. Bickers came in with a 308 average. He got 12 hits. He also has seven walks in the short season so far. So 0-2 offering will be forthcoming. Carricker looks back in. 0-2 offering. That one outside. That'll make it one ball and two strikes. Again, Brewer on first base. He's a speedster on the base path. Erica will check over momentarily. One-two offering on this way. That one bounces across home place, home plate, as Ursler doing a nice job keeping it in front of him. Trying to keep the runner honest, not give him a chance to go down to second base. So two balls, two strikes, two outs. Runner on first. 
Vickers will step back in. 2-2 offering. There's going to be a bouncing ball. That hits straight up the middle as Forte will field it after it trickles into center field as that ball rocketed right back up the middle. That'll be a two-out single, back-to-back singles now. This will be Tanner Sears, the catcher. He is one for one, had a single in his only at-bat so far tonight. Comes in at 255 on the season, his average, and he has a tie for the team lead with one home run so far this year. Well, they played a lot of games at uh, at home so far, and it's just a tough ballpark to hit out of in Chillicothe. So first pitch, ball one to Sears. Had the All-Star game up there a few years ago, and during the home run derby, it was a bit of a challenge. That one's going to be fouled out of play. I'll even count of one ball and one strike. Yeah, we had a good time at the All-Star game, though. That was a pleasure getting to host it last year. This year it'll be in Clorinda. Hopefully we have, would we have nine players make it last year? Yeah, we, have a yeah we, had a, we had a good number last year. Seven, eight, nine, somewhere in that neck of the woods. That one's going to be another well-hit ball into center field. Adonis coming over on it. He'll make the running grab over his shoulder out in front of the central bank sign. Well, out number three as that will end the inning. Well, we're going to take a break. We're going to do the watermelon crawl. I'll be back here for the bottom half of the third inning as you're listening to exclusive coverage of Renegades Baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. Hi, this is Nick Hoslog, owner of Hoslog Landscape and Design. Every day, my highly trained team of experts works hard to give you the outdoor living area you've been dreaming of. By focusing solely on landscaping and hardscape construction, this has made us the preferred landscape and design company serving Jefferson City and the Central Missouri area. Thank you for all your continued support in voting us as winners of the Reader's Choice Awards and Jefferson City's Best multiple years running. When you are ready to begin your dream outdoor project, call us at 573-301-9464 to schedule an estimate or visit hoslaglandscape.com. Since 2018, Han Custom Laser Engraving LLC has been specializing in all things custom, using large format, high-powered lasers with some of the most advanced technologies on the market. Anything can become a canvas. The state-of-the-art system makes quick work of custom engraving on cups, glass, tile, wood, acrylic, metal, headstones with endless possibilities. They also offer custom one-of-a-kind signs that are sure to make your design stand out. Find them on Facebook at Han Custom Laser Engraving or call 573-489-8732 to find out more on custom laser engraving llc a veteran-owned business well we go to the uh, bottom of the third inning and I got to say, Ashley let us down. She wasn't out here doing the watermelon crawl for everybody. There's still a chance. Oh, oh, yeah. Sorry. So as we go to the bottom of the third inning, we will have batters nine, one, and two. As batting ninth, this will be Joe Herschler. He's six foot, two hundred pound freshman, right-hander. That's right, throws right. He plays at Jefferson College. He's a hometown boy from right here in Jefferson City. Ursler will dig in here. First pitch to him downstairs, ball one. 
He caught the uh, game there in Chillicothe. These two teams matched up a few nights ago. That one misses ball two. He will be in the head uh, in the count at two balls, no strikes. So two balls, no strikes. Hersler digs back in. There's going to be a bouncing ball foul towards Adonis Forte over in front of the Renegades dugout. It'll be two balls and one strike. Good job, my kid. So Quint will look back in. His 2-1 offering on its way. That one's going to be fouled off the other way. Just shy of 8 o'clock. Blake Gasway here with you, joined by Sean Cockrum here on the Show Me Sports Network. And Ashley Carty in the background. Ashley Carty hanging out in the background. Full double duties tonight, giving our peanut gallery commentary and running the scoreboard. That one's going to be inside. Kind of hit him. Well, they Took say they hit him, yeah. yeah. Didn't hit him by much, but hit him by just enough. I doubt if that'll leave a mark, unless it's a stain on his sleeve. Yeah, you know, it, it might do that. If there's stain on his sleeve, we're going to check the uh, pitcher's hands for pine tar. Well, we know a good place that they can take them yeah. where we get our uniforms yeah. laundered at Capital Laundry, they take care of us. They're just down the road from the ballpark here. They get our uniforms looking great all season long. So this will be center fielder Adonis Forte. That one in the dirt. Forte had to dance out of the way. Forte with the leadoff double into the left center field uh, alley out there. See if you can find the right center, the right center alley this time. That one also inside, so he'll be headed at 2-0. Again, Capital Laundry. Visit him at 1416 Missouri Boulevard, just down the road from us here. Call him 573-424-8039. Open seven days a week, 7 a.m. to 10 p.m. The 2-0 offering, that one's going to be fouled back. Forte just got a piece of it. That'll make it two balls and one strike. And Quint on the mound for the Mudcats. As we play here in the bottom of the third inning, tied at one run for both teams. Ursler takes a lead at first base. Quint will look over there now, throw back. Ball's going to go into the dugout. So it'll be a free base for Ursler. He slowly jogs down to take his base. Okay. He didn't need to be fast didn't there. Need he just needed to be smart, which is exactly what he did. Had a lead that he could dive back, and pitcher chucks it into the dugout. So now it'll be a runner on second base here with nobody out. Forte, still 2-1 count on him. He's going to hit that one a mile in the air, but it'll get out of play quickly. That one, I don't know if it ended up into the creek or not, but... I couldn't tell. I didn't see it really come down. Maybe it's still it come up down there. either. Yeah, it might still be, might It'll still be in the high. atmosphere. So two balls and two strikes. For Forte. Next pitch. That one's going to be low, so we'll go full. Nice take on that one. We'll say these uh, Renegades batters have been 
Very disciplined here. You kind of mentioned that. They've taken a lot of these pitches and laid off of them. Mm -hmm. So payoff pitch will be forthcoming for Quint. Has a runner on second, nobody out. 3-2 offering. That one called, strike three. You hear the collective crowd <laughs> groan at that. I don't think Adonis agreed. He didn't say anything, but he uh, was a couple steps down to first base. He was ready to toss the bat over to uh, Ty Wilmsmeyer, who would give it off to Lovett, who would give it back to the dugout. So this will be Wilmsmeyer. He has a one-for-one one day with a single and a stolen base. Got stranded at third base in the first inning. First pitch to him, missed ball one. Meyer in left field. He digs back in. Quinn will check the runner at second. That pitch downstairs in the dirt. That'll make it 2-0 as Herschler goes down to third base. Now the throw down and just about airmailed it. I'm not sure about that throw. He's standing on the bag. Oh, they're going to... They call interference on that? Well, yeah, that's what he's going to call. Yeah, so Herschler gets to jog to home plate. Third baseman just has a donut-glazed face out there as he's... Well, the call have, is that he got in the way of the runner and held him from going home. I would it's agree with that. hard to tell he was headed home, <laughs> but that's the umpire was on it. That's his ruling. That's probably the right call. If it, it, You don't really have to be in a full sprint, hitting home, have somebody run in front of you. It, it's, it's just a step, and you're in his way. Right. And he did, he did take a turn like he was going to come home. I didn't have a chance to. Then he was sent on home. Yeah. Either way, it'll count. It's two to one. Renegades now. The Renegades have their first lead of the game. As Wilmsmeyer still at bat, has the 2-0 count. Just one out here in the inning. Renegades lead by a score of 2-1. to one. Ty's probably thinking you just took my RBI away. <laughs> right. 2-0 offering. He'll lay off that one. It'll go 3-0. Ross Lovich, the right fielder in the on-deck circle. 3-0 offering on its way. That one bounces across home plate. So four-pitch walk issued to Wilmsmeyer. Now this will be Ross Lovich. He hit into an out in left field, but did drive in a run his last at bat. So he will step in here as his team leads by a score of 2-1 again. One of the back-to-back-to-back -to -back -to -back Tigers here in the lineup for the Renegades. Those are the Missouri Tigers. First pitch to him, ball one. So one ball, no strike count. Again, one out here. Renegades lead two to one. 1-0 one -oh offering. That one. Almost bounces across home plate, so it'll make it 2-0. They are going to have a conversation here as the last seven pitches from Quint have been out of the strike zone. 
may be getting farther and farther away over the last three. <laughs> so Levitch will be heading the count. Two balls and no strikes. He will step back in here. Quint will look at first base as Wilmsmeyer standing over there. 2-0 offering on its way. There's going to be a ball ripped into right field. It's going to get through. Wilmsmeyer will put the brakes on at second. This throw cut off by the second baseman. So Lovich rips a single into right field. Wilmsmeyer doing a nice job of blocking the line is sunk there, he sure did, yeah. which is exactly what you want him to do. So now it'll be runners on first and second with one out. This is Jackson Levich. He's 0 for 1 with a strikeout. Has two runners on, trying to follow in his brother's steps here. After his brother gets a single, why not make him a single as well? He'll try to. He does check on that one. Takes ball one. He will dig back in. And runners at first and second. Quinn will check on Wilmsmeyer at second. Double look in there. Now 1-0 offering that one downstairs and low. Ball two. They're not holding Ross on over at first. He's not getting that big of a lead, though. Quinn will look in. sneak in behind him. Quinn a long look in here. Now he'll check at second. 2-0 offering. It's going to be a big swing and a miss for strike one. So two balls and one strike. Again, Renegades lead by a score of 2-1. to one. The 50-50 raffle going around. 2-1 offering, forthcoming. That one in the dirt. It's going to get by the catcher, and everybody will advance a base. Ball hit the ground, went up to catcher's arm, and almost went over the screen. Just barely stayed in the, in the stadium. Yeah, there's not a lot of room up there, but definitely could have squeaked the ball past it. And now runners in scoring position at second and third. 3-1 offering, one out here. Levitch will dig back in. That pitch fouls it straight back, knocks the mask off the home plate umpire. So he's going to take a chance to... Make sure all the straps on his mask are properly fastened, which. Yeah. I think he's, he's going to get some assistance from either coach as Both well. Both coaches are out here. Making sure that he's good to go. The good thing is, I think all the way that, that hit that face protector. Yeah. So he'll get a nice hand from the crowd here. He says he's ready. Catcher goes out to have a conversation with this pitcher as well, which is, I'm going to say, much needed at this point. We've not seen a whole lot of strikes here in this inning. So three balls, two strikes, one out. Runners on second and third. Jackson Lovich digs back in. Quinn will look at third, now look at home. Payoff pitch on its way. That one outside, walked him. So Lovich gets a walk. 
So he reached base safely, just like his brother did with Ross. Wilmsmeyer at third, Ross Lovich at second, Jackson Lovich on first. Now this is a designated hitter in TJ Rockerbomber. Those bingo cards have uh, grand slams on them. We were talking before the game that you don't see that a lot, but you know what? Rocker Bomber could do it right here. Make my wife happy. That's what's on her bingo card. I would yell out bingo if he did that. So base is loaded. One out here. Ball bounced across home plate. Didn't get away from the catcher, but I was going to say, well, there goes the, the grand slam opportunity, but didn't get far enough away. The Mudcats have some people stretching in the bullpen, but not really working feverishly. I think I'd put a little more pace in that action over yeah. there. Base is loaded again, 1-0 offering. That one outside. So I'll make it 2-0. In the last 13 pitches, we've only seen two strikes. One of those strikes was a foul ball. So 2-0 offering on its way. That one's going to be fouled back. The Rocker Bomber will step out and adjust the batting gloves. He could put that in play. He'd do some damage, give his Renegade some more cushion, or better yet, send it over the green fence with a yellow topper on it out there and give a grand slam. Rocker Bomber currently tied for the lead with eight RBIs on the team. So he could add to that, take the lead for, for himself. That one outside, ball three. Surely Quint wouldn't walk in a run. It's happened before out here. Luke Fuller in the on-deck circle, then Hopkins will be due up after him. 3-1 offering on its way. There's going to be a ball hit a mile in the air out of play. That'll go foul over the third base dugout. And some kids scamper to go get that baseball. Renegades lead by a score of 2-1 to one here. But they have bases loaded with one out. Full count. Rocker Bomber digs back in on the left-hand side of the plate. Quint will look in. He'll get set. Payoff pitch. Downstairs in the dirt. Run walks in. So everybody advances a base pass. As Wilmsmeyer scores from third. Yeah, the first of the three Missouri Tigers score. They're going to have a conversation on the mound as this will be Luke Fuller. He is stepping in. He is the seventh batter here in the bottom of the third inning. They do have a right-hander out in their bullpen. I can't get a number because of all this chain link between he and I, but he's working a little faster now than they were. Kind of a side armor. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. He kind of has that, that side armor approach. I can't even see he's got a number on his jersey at this point. Yeah, he, I'm assuming he does. He, he might can. as well just have a great jersey on because yeah. I can't tell he's got a number. The home plate umpire is going to finally clean off home plate. Been a little dirty. It's had a lot of traffic coming through for the Renegades yes. this inning. No, he's out there playing already. He's in, uh, he's in the field. Well, not right now, but. Oh, yeah, he, no, he is out there. He's the first baseman. So Luke Fuller will step in now. Again, bases loaded, one out here. 
So he'll have Lovich, Lovich, and Rocker Bomber on the base path. First pitch to Fuller, downstairs, ball one. Fuller will step in again, playing third base here this evening. He's 0 for 1 with a strikeout. One ball, no strike. Quint looks in. His next delivery. That one just about hit Fuller. I think if I think if Fuller had a little bit uh, lengthier arm hair, that might have grazed him on the way by. Your shirt <laughs> that might have helped. So two balls and no strikes now, as Quint has just lost all command of the strike zone here. There's going to be a bouncing ball. It's going to be gloved at third. They're going to throw home for out one. They'll throw. Fuller is going to beat it out. He legs it out. He put the pedal to the metal and did not give up on the play. So he will be at first base, but it does bring two outs. So no run scores. Close play, but you're right. He did leg that thing out. Got to put it into another gear. So now this will be shortstop Taylor Hopkins. Again, base is loaded. Two outs here for him to work with. He'll take a big swing and a miss for strike one. So 0-1 offering on its way. That one inside. Gets Hopkins to back off the plate just a bit. Hopkins will dig back in. And Ian Nolf, the ninth batter of the frame in the on-deck circle, would be the ninth batter if he would come to bat. So Quint will look back in. That one's going to be a bouncing ball. It's going to be taken by the shortstop. He'll run, step on second for out number three. So eight batters came to the plate there. The Renegades were able to push across and take the lead as we will go to the fourth inning as you're listening to exclusive coverage of Renegades Baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. Last Sentinel Firearms is your federally licensed and registered Type 7 FFL manufacturer dealer in Missouri, providing quality products to all types of sports enthusiasts, law enforcement, and individuals across the nation. Orders are currently being fulfilled, offering custom-built pistols and rifles from the AR platform made right here in Missouri. Visit their website at lastsentinelfirearms.com or call them at 417-684-7202 to find out what they've got for you. Last Sentinel Firearms, you are your last line of defense. The following public service announcement is brought to you by the Eddie Goodell Society, Jefferson City Chapter 10, doing little things to make a big difference. Want to make a big difference in your community? Be kind to others, drive safely, and put litter in its proper place. Join us in celebrating Eddie Goodell's historic Major League appearance as a member of the St. Louis Browns by doing something nice for someone today. Take a walk, Eddie. We go to the top of the third inning. Sorry, top of the fourth inning. Can't read my score sheet. As the Renegades lead by a score of three to one. 
They played two runs there in the bottom of the third, one by way of interference, one by a walk issued. Walked in a run, so now this will be batters five, six, and seven will be due up for the Mudcats. This will be right fielder Justin Sanchez. Sanchez is 0 for 1, struck out, and is only a bat so far. It's Carriker on the mound still for the Renegades. They will look in and get the sign from Herschler. First offering. That one's going to be a well-hit ball to center field. Forte dives, cannot make a grab as it will trickle into center field. They're going to have a chance at second, but throw off line. So Sanchez gets credit for a double, a leadoff double. Forte laid out for it, but could not come up with the grab. But he did everything he could to get the glove on that. So put a gold star there as a web gym try. Did everything he could to try and get that ball. So Sanchez gets a leadoff double. Now this will be second baseman and Luis, uh, Luis Ramirez, rather. First pitch to him, and they're called strike one. Most of the action for uh, these Mudcats have come on the first or second pitch here in the game so far. Yeah, it's not what you want to see is uh, get out to a lead and then have the leadoff better, get himself in a scoring position. Wasn't a super hard hit ball, but traveled well. That one swung on and missed. So Ramirez will be down in the count at no balls and two strikes. Again, runner standing on second. That's Sanchez that had that leadoff double. So top of the fourth inning here. Hey, did we get the scoreboard fixed? Because the there's going to be a bouncing ball fouled on the third base line. Yeah, one of the, uh, the I guess the collective light bulbs on the scoreboard there in the second inning. When we get to the second inning, it has a tendency to malfunction, but it's working here. It's working here today so far. Carriker looks back in. He'll get the sign 0-2 offering. There's going to be a ball lifted into left field. That one's going to be trouble as it's going to bounce to the wall. And that'll score one run as they'll throw to second. And they'll say he's safe. Close play at second. Close play down there at second. That's right. He did not slide. Almost came off. So back-to-back doubles now. This will be... Jonah Samford. Samford on first base here. So nobody out here. It's Carriker giving up back-to-back doubles. That second double, an RBI double. So it's now a one-run lead for the Renegades. They do lead by a score of three to two. First offering, that one's going to be another broken bat slow roller taken by Hopkins at short throw to first. They have a chance for a double play, but Nolf wisely did not decide to throw down a second base. I don't know what the umpire there was signaling. Not sure he does either. Cool. 
You're still hooked on though. Ashley Cartier trying to make it interesting behind us. So that first pitch to Elian Guzman, a ball. So he'll be heading the count at 1-0. Next pitch, that one's going to be a bouncing ball. It'll be taken at second. He'll look home, throw to first to get the out there. So we'll score a run. This is a 4-3 put out. That was Lovich to Right. So now we're tied at three apiece. Had that ball be hit a little bit harder than we had to play at the plate, but it just was slow enough where the, the, the right play was to go to first. Now this will be Austin Wright. First pitch to him called strike one. Yeah, I agree. You hate to give up the run, but if you throw home, you could be in a bad spot where you don't give up the run, but now you have two runners on and no and additional just, out. Yeah, one out still. That one misses, so it'll be one ball, two strikes. That pitch just misses for ball two. Two balls, one strike. Carriker's next offering. It's going to be lifted high in the air. It'll go out of play. Not even to count two balls, two strikes. The youngsters go chasing after that, but I don't know where it went, so good luck to find it. So two balls, two strikes, two outs here. That one's going to be a lifted a mile in the air. And it's going to get out of play and end up over by the concession stand. So Carriker. Still has a 2-2 count, so he will tow the rubber. Has a 2-2 count against Wright. Next offering on its way. That one, again, is going to be lifted in the air, almost the same place. Hope we stocked up on our prizes on the prize wheel because we've yeah. had a whole lot of, whole lot of foul balls here. 2-2 offering on its way, that one outside. So that'll make it full, three balls, two strikes. Character looks back in. Payoff pitch, that one's going to be a ball ripped into the dugout of the Mudcats, so we'll do it again. This next pitch, this will be the ninth pitch of the at-bat here for right so three balls and two strikes again the bugs have come out here to play tonight as well that pitch downstairs in the dirt and a free pass issued to right so a two out walk given to him now we'll go back to the top of the lineup and Elijah Maris the shortstop he had a leadoff single Came around and scored. Hit into a 1-3 out his last at bat. So 
need you to get these bugs away. So two outs here, runner on first base. First pitch. That one misses. He was able to put the brakes on a swing. Ball one. If you weren't so sweet, the bugs would just leave you Apparently alone. so. They are out to play tonight, that's for sure. So one ball, no strike count here as we play in the top of the fourth inning. We're tied at three apiece. That one's going to be fouled back. Leaving the count of one ball, one strike. Again, two outs here, runner on first base. That's right, after he's issued a nine-pitch walk. One ball, one strike. As Carriker looks back in, he'll get the sign. Throw over to first. No tag applied from Nolf. So it'll be one ball, one strike count. Erker looks in. 1-1 one, one offering. That one's going to be a well-hit ball. That hit a mile in the air. Forte going back on it. He'll settle on it. He'll make the grab at the wall for out number three. As a couple runs were scored in the inning, it takes us tied at three runs apiece as we will take a quick break and be back as you're listening to exclusive coverage of Renegades Baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. Moex, Doc and Norm Direct is back better than ever. Much more than your number one ground shuttle transportation service to St. Louis Airport. Yes! Moex Dock and Norm Direct is Mid-Missouri's leader in premier group travel. Sporting events, concerts, wedding receptions, the lake, winery trips, Branson, plaza shopping, reunions, pub crawls, group sizes from 1 to 100 or beyond. We do it all. Remember, we want you to ride Moex Dock and Norm Direct. When things come out of left field, having a game plan matters. Farmers Insurance has over 90 years of experience helping people play through every stage of the game. We've seen almost everything, so we know how to cover almost anything. Talk to Farmers Agent Christopher Scott at 573-896-0131 to see how I can help you stay in the game. That's Christopher Scott at 573-896-0131. We are farmers. Bum, ba, dum, bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers, Truck Fire Insurance, Exchanges, and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. We go to the bottom of the fourth inning now. As we're tied at three runs apiece. It'll be batters eight, nine, and one will be due up for the Renegades. This will be Nolf, Herschler, and Forte. From Columbia College, Ian... So Nolf will lead off the inning here. He was the only renegade in the lineup that did not come to bat here in this last inning in the bottom of the third inning. Eight batters came to plate. First pitch to him inside and low ball one. He'll be ahead in the count. At 1-0, he's 0-for-1, had a strikeout, is only a bat so far. 1-0 offering from Quint on its way. That one called strike one. One ball, one strike. All featured on our game day graphic as well as our projected starting lineup we posted on our social media today. That pitch missed, ball two. They'll be heading the count, two balls, one strike. You guys do an excellent job with those Facebook's postings, keeping everybody up to date. Graphics look good. Thank you. Try our best. 2-1 offering. 
That one misses. Ball three. We have some good, uh, we have a uh, camera lady who does a great job to get us some good action photos that we get to use as well. So Callie does a nice job of capturing all the action here at Historic Vivian Field. That one's going to be down central, called strike two. So now we're full, three balls and two strikes. And that sun finally well behind the trees here, making a nice reflection on the clouds. Payoff pitch, that one hitting off on the elbow. Good thing he's got the pad there. Got the pad on. That could have hurt. He's hit by pitch. He'll jog down to first base. Well, now this will be uh, catcher and Joe Herschler. We said the clouds. There's quite a few clouds overhead. Have a nice little blue and orange tint to them because of the sun setting. So I think we might have a pitching change here as Quince Knight is going to be done. We'll see who this is. Who is our new pitcher in? Caleb Bergman. Comes in with a 12.27 ERA and five appearances. 11 uh, innings pitched. He's given up 20 hits, 16 runs. And has struck out six. Right-handed pitcher Caleb Bergman. Right-handed pitcher, but definitely comes from a little sidearm action, almost a little down-under action. Kind of slings it from the side. Yeah. Really. Again, I think if I tried that, the dugout would have to watch out because I'd be throwing it across my body into the dugout. I would need an orthopedic surgeon if I did that. He makes it work, but I... I, yeah, I agree. I, I don't think I would be very comfortable in that motion. And, but something like that, you can just, you know, they're used to seeing a, a different arm motion, a different release point, and then something like this comes in. Uh, not going to overpower, but that different angle can be confusing. Yeah, so far these pitches he's had haven't had a lot of drop to them, but they have that left-to-right motion, which is a little bit different than what they see on a lot of pitches. I'll be right back here tomorrow night at the ballpark. We got a couple of back-to-back -back games as the Nevada Griffins come to town. First time we've seen them all season. So they will be here seven o'clock first pitch tomorrow as Tomorrow, also one of our thankful Thursdays, we government employees, they show their ID, they can get in for $1 here at the ballpark. We have a lot of fun tomorrow night, then we're on the road at Nevada on Friday, and then home Saturday and Sunday. Saturday night, kids will have a chance to run the bases and have some fun after the game, and then ice cream social on Sunday, so. Be interesting to see Nevada. They, from what I hear, they have 12 players and four pitchers on their team this they, year. They have, have hit the uh, proverbial skid on players for sure, but I think they're starting to trend back up. is going to show bunt. He'll lay it down, but it bounces foul. So will be down to the count at 0-1-1. Uh, they're definitely getting the Ironman award. Yeah. 
Uh, no outs, yes. So no balls and one strike, nobody out here in the bottom of the fourth inning. When you think about the organizations it, it takes to get these guys who have other schedules and other commitments to, it doesn't take much. Joe will bump that one down pretty good. Bunny's trying to leg it out. It's going to be a close throw, but they got him by about a step and a half. Those is a first down of the inning, but does move Nolf over to second base. So now this will be Adonis Forte, the center fielder. Yeah, there's a lot of work. I mean, that's the thing that uh, our fans don't always know or understand that, you know, for Mike, our head coach, and Mike D'Amelia, he gets about, uh, about a month off, mainly because we are so insistent on him taking some time off after the, uh, the season. But really, he's a high school coach, so he has to go back to school in the fall. That one called strike one on Forte. So we... Get a little bit of a break, trying to get him to go out and spend some time with the family and take a mini vacation, and then he's back into school. But he really works all year long, except for August. He's really pushing to try to get players and connect with teams and players and coaches. That one hits Adonis on the backside, so he will jog on down to first base. And, and Mike is a multiple sport coach, also doing the wrestling team right. over there. Well. Right, so he is coaching. Wilmsmeyer. A whole lot at Blair Oaks, and then also throwing the Renegades in. This will be Ty Wilmsmeyer. He walked his last time up, had a single his first time, and also has a stolen base. Did score his last at bat as well. So two on, one out here. First pitch to him, and they're called strike one. Like we were saying, that's something I think a lot of people don't understand is the uh, – relationship that takes of the coaches really i mean it's year-round recruitment getting with coaches to see what players they might have working with what's good for their program what's good for our squad knowing the needs of what we have who's coming back who's not that one's going to be hit a mile in the air it'll stay in the infield coming in as the second base of the shortstop and a shortstop will call off the second baseman for out number two Maris took charge. That's what the shortstop's supposed to do. He has the hierarchy of who gets the pop-ups on the infield. <clears throat> so Maris came in and did a good job. He had to get on the horse to get there, but you're right. He called off, got the uh, grand for out number two. Everybody in the stadium heard him calling it. That's what you want. Also be right fielder Ross Lovett stepping in. So he will step in here with two on and two outs. And we're tied at three runs for each squad. First pitch him outside, ball one. But the good news is, from what we've heard, is Nevada's maybe going back up, trending in the right direction. They've had some late additions. I think they've had some players that were injured that have hopefully got to come back. And But they're playing Ironman baseball for sure. 1-0 offering that one upstairs. Ball two. You're ahead, I know a little bit about the organization growing up in yeah. Nevada. So they've traditionally, year in and year out, had a pretty good squad. So we don't want any team in the Mink League to struggle for that no. reason. But... They're trying to get it put back together, and so far doing quite well. There's a ball hit off the leg of the pitcher, and it'll go into right field, and that will be a run coming in. It'll be a 4-3 to three lead as that hit off the shin of the pitcher in Bergman and goes into right field. We'll ask Tom, our official scorekeeper, what's your verdict? I'm going to say that's a hit. 
It's definitely a hit on the pitcher. Off the pitch. So Lovich is going to get credit. We're going to give him. We're going to give him a double hit. Hit off the pitcher and a hit into right field. That one inside ball one to Jackson Lovich. The kick save by the pitcher, but he kick saved it into right field. So Lovich will get credit for the RBI single. So now it'll be runners on the corners. There's going to be a bouncing ball foul down the uh, third base line. So Donis Forte will be standing on third base there. As Nolf scores from second. 1-1 offering, that one way outside. So I'll make it two balls and one strike. So two balls, one strike to count against Lovich. That's Jackson Lovich. Bergman long look in. 2-1 offering. That one's going to be fouled, so we'll even at 2-2. Two and two. Again, two outs here. Renegades have plated one run, looking for more as they lead by a score of 4-3. P.J. Rockerbomber, the designated hitter in the on-deck circle. And runners on the corners here. Forte at third base. Ross Lovich on first. So Jackson Lovich will dig back in. Bergman will check on first. Now he'll look in, 2-2 offering. That one's going to be a sliced foul as well, so we'll still stay at two balls and two strikes. We'll trade baseballs around here a little bit. Home plate umpire doesn't get like the, that one either. So get the right one. That's right. Got to get the right one for Jackson to hit it in play here somewhere. He'll dig back in. Again, 2-2 offering forthcoming from Bergman. Now it's on its way. Now it's going to be a slow roller. Is this going to be gloved at third? They're going to throw to first, and they'll say that he is out as the first baseman had to do the splits to dig it out, and I could not see from here what it was, but they rule Lovich is out, number three. That goes as a 5-3 put out to end the inning. However, Renegades were able to plate one run, take the lead back at 4-3. to three. So we'll pause here and be back as you're listening to exclusive coverage of Renegades baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. At Centurion Cares, for more than three decades, their focus has been on exceeding customer expectations for contact center software solutions. Their innovative communication solutions include utility interactive voice response software that allows for smart communication features that let your utility deliver superior customer service 24-7. They also provide other streamlined services like automatic call distribution, automated customer callback, reporting, and quality assurance. To find out more about how Centurion Cares can help your business, call them at 727-421. 5300 or look them up online at centurioncares.com centurion cares innovative communication solutions at the boone county journal we're with you all the way we know that you're more than just a subscriber you're an employer you're a parent you're a neighbor 
Most importantly, you're a community member. It's our goal to provide you with the latest news, sports, opinions, obituaries, classifieds, and more to keep you informed about your community. To find out more about the Boone County Journal or to subscribe, call 573-657-2334 or visit bocojo.com. The Boone County Journal, we're with you all the way. A new pitcher. New pitcher in the game as this will be Colin Shreves. As Shreves, a six foot hundred and seventy-five pound right-handed junior from St. Louis, Missouri, plays at Northwest Missouri State. So he is on the mound now for the Renegades as that closes the book for Carriker. We go to the top of the fifth inning here. Shreve's made a couple appearances. 4.1 innings pitch, no runs given up. Not a bad. I like that. (laughs) Not a bad uh, work from the mound for sure. Go call it. Now batting for the Mudcats, Braden Brewer. This will be uh, batters two, three, and four. This will be Braden Brewer, then Tyler Bickers. And Tanner Sears will be the three due up. First pitch from Shreve, swing and a miss. To Brewer for strike one. Shreves will look back in. He'll peek over that teal glove. 0 1 offering that one fouled out of play, so he'll be down in the count at 0 and 2. Teal can have a blue and a green hue. Is that mistaken? Am I mistaken? Uh, he might play Northwest, but the grass is green. That glove that for glove sure is, is not green. Not green. <laughs> it is teal. I'll give you that. O2 offering. That one misses outside. I mean, it's worked for him. He's done a heck of a job on the uh, mound yeah. in the start, so I won't, uh, I'm not going to give him too much hard time on his glove color. It could be pink. As far as I'm concerned, right. he's going to throw like that. Well, that one's going to be a well-hit ball. Left fielder going back on it. That's Wilmsmeyer. He'll be at the wall, jumping, cannot make the grab. That will be a home run. So maybe we do need to go get him a different color yeah. glove. His first earned run. Any run. That did not go over the wall. It's 340 there. That thing was about 344, 45 feet. So that will tie our game up again. Now we're tied at four apiece. This is Vickers up now. He's going to hit that one a mile in the air. Wilmsmeyer will track it down in left field for out number one. That one didn't quite have the carry there. Now batting for Chillicothe, Tanner, Sears. So now this will be... uh, Catcher Tanner Sears. He will step in with one out here. He's oh, he's one for two as a single. Blow it into center field. So Shreve's first offering him a bouncing ball, and it's going to get through as Fuller could not put a glove on it, and standing at first base is Sears. He will have a one-out single. Also be right fielder Justin Sanchez. 
He's one for two with a strikeout and had a double, was scored his last time at bat. So first pitch to him, that one's going to be fouled straight back to us. Strike one. Ashley Cartier, the uh, scoreboard official. Yeah, scoreboard operator, the secretary, the keeper in line, all of us also a fashionista trying to check out how the pants are configured for Sanchez. Allen misses inside, takes it one and one. Ashley's theory is that he's got his pants hooked on the back of his spikes. They're over to first base, no tag there. So maybe that makes it more aerodynamic, I don't know. It could, maybe it, uh, I don't know, it, but it is. We've had a whole conversation about you and you didn't even know it. That one's gonna be a bouncing ball. Fuller will glove, throw to second for one, over to first, not in time as it goes past the glove of Nolf. They will get out number two. So now this will be second baseman Luis Ramirez. So Sears is cut down at second base. Sears uh, went in there standing up at second base. Really got in the way of the throw. Now this will be Sanchez on first. Ramirez fouls that one back. Strike one. Did hear going into that last break that we had our first bingo. So the prize winner has won our big prize for the bingo, but you can keep playing and get to spin the prize wheel. A one offering on its way. That one inside, ball one. So Shreves. Our hummingbird is returned. Get some food out here for him. That one misses. Good idea, good idea. Makes it ball two. Hangs around though, around that net. Yeah, always in the same place. Two balls and one strike. Again, two outs here. Reeves looks in. 2-1 offering, runner goes. There's a bouncing ball. It's going to be taken by Hopkins. Throw to first. Digging it out in time is Nolf for out number three. Had to fish it out of the dirt, but was able to do so. So we'll Backhand go. Backhand scoop. Yeah, we'll go to the bottom half of the frame as you're listening to exclusive coverage of Renegades Baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. Running out of some of your favorite Avon products and haven't seen an Avon brochure in quite some time? No need to worry. Avon Independent Sales Representative Michelle Cartier can help with your skin so soft, makeup, jewelry, fragrance, and skin care needs. Avon now carries cleaning supplies, clothing, daily essentials, and several small LG electronic items. You now have the opportunity to shop online 24-7 and have your order shipped directly to your front door by shopping with Michelle at mcartee.avonrepresentative.com. Dot com or find her on Facebook by searching Avon Carti. 
Hello, Blake Gasaway here with the Show Me Sports Network. I've had the opportunity to have some amazing calls, including overtime touchdowns, walk-off home runs, and buzzer-beating baskets. But I've answered another call. That's to serve my community as a volunteer firefighter. Stop and think what would happen if your home or property caught fire and no one was there to put it out. Every day, volunteer firefighters not only save lives and property, but also respond to other emergencies. Nearly two-thirds of our nation's fire departments are manned by volunteer firefighters. And because of this, we simply need more volunteers to step up and answer the call. Stop by or contact your local fire department and see how you can become a volunteer firefighter today. I answered the call to serve my community. Will you? Now the Renegades see the score tied up once again as T.J. Rocker Bomber will lead off the inning as tied up at four runs apiece as we go here into the bottom of the fifth inning. Tied at four runs to four runs. First pitch to Rocker Bomber in there called strike one. It'll be batters five, six, and seven. Rocker Bomber, Fuller, and Hopkins will be the three that are due up here in this frame. Oh, one offering. That one misses upstairs. Even the count at one ball and one strike. So he will step back in. Again, left-handed batter. Tomorrow we get to see the Nevada Griffins come to town. First time we see them this season. That one misses. Ball two. Should be a while before we play Joplin again. We've seen them a lot. I know. We've played about 18 games so far against them this season. Seems like it. Rocker Bomber, 281 average coming into the game. That one inside, crossed up as catcher, but he was able to get it was Sears. Nine hits and eight RBI for TJ. Three balls, one strike. Next pitch on its way. That one's going to be hit a mile in the air in the infield. Coming in on it is the uh, shortstop. He'll call everybody off, make the grab for out number one. So now this will be third baseman Luke Fuller stepping in. For the Renegades, Luke Fuller. Fuller playing third base here tonight. Nice 320 average on the season. A good time for him to boost that a little bit. Could reach safely. At first base, his last about on the fielder's choice. There's going to be a ball ripped into left field. He'll be standing on first base this time with a single. He must be listening to us must down be. there. Getting your advice. So now it's to be short stop in uh, Taylor Hopkins. He's 0 for 2 here in the game today. Hopkins steps in with one on and one out here. Bergman's first offering, down central, called strike one. He will dig back in again, right-handers on the near side of the plate here from our vantage point at historic Ernie Vivian Field. Bergman looks back in, 0-1 offering. 
Lays off that one as it was high and outside. That'll take the count to one ball, one strike. Again, we're tied at four apiece, four runs on six hits for the Renegades, four runs on seven hits for the Mudcats. 1-1 one, one offering on its way. Laid off of that one as well. So that'll make it 2-1. and one. Hopkins really wanting to unload that bat, but wisely keeping it cocked and ready. Both those pitches outside the zone. Bergman will check over his shoulder at Fuller on first base. 2-1 offering. There's going to be a ball hit straight up the middle. Slow roller. And they will flip to second to get Fuller there. Hopkins will be on first. Well, that thing just died once it hit the grass. This will be Ian Nolf. Got hit in the elbow last time in his elbow pad. So Nolf will step back in. He's going to hit that one. Mile in the air, but foul. He did score in the last frame. After he was hit, as you said, hit on the left elbow pad. The on-deck circle is Joe Herschler. Oh, one offering on its way. That went upstairs. They left like they'll throw back to first base, but Hopkins is back safely. He did have a pretty healthy lead there. He did. He got a good secondary jump. Now he's going to go down to second, and he might be in there, and he will be as they tried to pick him off, but he saw that nobody was home at second base covering the bag, so he will get an unconventional stolen base. It was a race between him, the second baseman, and Maris at short, and uh, he beat it out. Bergman tried to pick him off, but nobody was paying attention at second base. So now it'll be a runner at second with two outs here as Nolf. Even in the count of one ball, one strike. Next offering to him, that one upstairs and outside. Takes it to two balls, one strike. Keeping an eye on him now, though. Hopkins playing smart baseball out there and takes second base. So two balls, one strike. Bergman will check it second. A 2-1 offering. That one hit. Got him again. Nolf, not quite in the same spot. That one might have been a little slower pitch, but either way, he's going to be awarded first base with a hit by pitch. Got Nolf and the umpire. So far, you know, these pitchers are, uh, what, a, a perfect two for two on catching everybody on the way by? That one was for sure. He didn't leave anybody um, he made, hit. <laughs> yeah, he made his mark there. It's a wonder it didn't go through the screen here and, Get somebody sitting back here behind home plate. So now this will be uh, Joe Herschler, the catcher, stepping in. He's got two on and two out as head coach comes out. Mike D'Amelia and talks to home plate umpire. Just checking on him, make sure he's okay. Maybe telling him we might have some pizza after the game or something, too. So some ice. It could be, yeah. Times he's been hit. Could be telling him we'll have plenty of ice for you after the game. So Herschler will step in here, two on and two out. He could give the Renegades back the lead if he could put a ball in play. That one upstairs, ball one. Herschler has scored his first at bat. He was on third base, reached third base, and then was sent home because of interference. That one misses outside. 
Makes it 2-0. He was rounding third base, and the third baseman was called for interference, so that sent Joe home as Sears is going to have a conversation with his pitcher in Bergman. I think Hopkins is still uh, bothering people on the base pass out there. He's standing on second base, has Nolf on first base. Herschler is ahead in the count of two balls and no strikes. So he will step back in. And we're tied at four runs apiece. Both teams scoring one run in the first inning. And we're tied at four apiece. That's going to be a well-hit ball. Is it going to get down? Center fielder coming over. He'll make the grab for out number three in shallow left center field. So that will take us to the end of the frame. As we'll go to the sixth inning, you're listening to exclusive coverage of Renegades Baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. Throughout the course of any game, actions stand out to different people. But everyone remembers a walk-off, especially if it's a walk-off wood bat. Handcrafted right here in Missouri, walk-off wood bat company bats are made with premium grade maple, ash, and birch. Fully customizable to make it truly yours. From the length and weight to the barrel and handle color, you're able to customize every feature of your wood bat, including personalized engraving with a 45-day warranty. In addition to selling custom handcrafted bats, they also offer a selection of bat accessories, including lizard skin bat grips and batting gloves. To help find your confidence at the plate, give walk-off wood bat company a call at 8 8- 216-261-1014 or visit wowbats.com. We are State Tech. We are hands-on education. When you choose the number one two-year college in the country, you know you will be ready for your career. That's why at State Tech, we say from the classroom to your career, we are the employer's choice. We are. State Tech. We go to the uh, top of the sixth inning, still tied at four runs for the Mudcats and four runs for the Renegades. They said both teams scoring one run in the uh, top and bottom half of the first inning, then two runs put in in the bottom of the third, then two runs, that was uh, two runs for the Renegades, two runs put in for the Mudcats in the top of the fourth, one run in the bottom of the fourth inning for the Renegades, and then one run put in in the top of the fifth inning there is how we've ended up at our 4-4 tie here. As Shreve still on the mound, couple more pitches and he'll be ready gotta say uh, we had our military appreciation moment there and that's something we worked on this offseason on some new things and you know what so far we are perfect for having the visiting team participate with us and it's gone over very well that is impressive i don't think anybody tells them to do that and they might get a friendly reminder or two now and then but you know it's something that we talked about as the board we said you know we can't control what they're going to do but we want to do it right and yeah, we've just pretty much told them, say, here's what we're going to do. We want you to participate, and they have. So this will be Sanford will lead off the inning. First pitch to him. That one's going to be popped up in the air. Converging on it are the Renegades. Coming back is making the grab is Lovich. 
He ran past it, then put the brakes on, turned around, and came back and grabbed it for out number yeah, one. He was headed to the wall, and they're going <laughs> to find the ball and come back. And he uh, Interesting, but he got the job done. He just took the long way around to catch he that did. ball. So now this will be designated hitter Elian Guzman. As we said, though, our military appreciation moment, something we're proud to do, and that one misses ball one. Might be something we might have to talk to the league about yeah. after uh, – after the season, see if we can get it in league-wide. There's no reason why we shouldn't all do it at the ballpark. Be something to kind of make the league stand out a little bit. That one down central called strike one. That's a good idea. It really would. And it's a nice moment when you're here and you see that. Right. All the players come out of the dugout and uh, take off their hats and salute our veterans to show them our support. That's the reason we get out. Not just our veterans, but those that are also currently serving if they're here. And <coughs> We get to come out and enjoy our evening at the ballpark all summer long because of the sacrifices they made. So 2-1 offering. That one's going to be a little blooper over the head of Nolf at first base, and that's a fair ball. He's going to try to get two out of He's going to try to get two coming up, throwing to second. Almost gunned him down, but it gets into left field, shallow left field. So Guzman will be on second base with a double. Just kind of cue balled it over yeah. the head of Nolf. Not much he could do. Had a lot of English on it. That thing just curved in and landed in the grass behind him. Perfectly placed out there. So that has to be left fielder Austin Wright. Well, you know what? Did somebody bring that to you? Did you have to pay for it? Well, I was going to say beggars can't be choosers, but did you tip the delivery person? Well, that's not very kind. So first pitch swung on and missed to right. He'll be down in the count at 0-1. One out here, again, runner on second base with that one-out double. That's Guzman on second base. Shreves will look back. Now he'll deliver the 0-1. Big swing and a miss there by right for strike number two. Shreves just blowing these pitches by the batter. Right will dig back in, left-handed batter here, righty against lefty matchup. Shreves works that teal glove, 0-2 offering, that hit him on the knee. That'll be a one-out hit by pitch. So now we'll go back to the top of the line of shortstop. And Maris, that's Elijah Maris. He had the leadoff single, first pitch. Sent into left field. Then he hit into a 1-3 out and flew out to center field. So just one out here. Runners on first and second. Second by way of a double. First by way of a hit by pitch just moments ago. So we were kind of talking about, though, we, we uh, as a board, Sean and myself, both board members, as well as Ashley, we spent a lot of time a lot of time. We had a lot of long meetings that we spent trying to uh, do some things different this season and build upon the success and the hard work of previous boards. And i got to say, I think so far most of the things we've done have been pretty successful. Yeah, I, I have to agree with that. And the crowds have been good to come out, and that's what makes things successful when we have a nice crowd that comes out. Well, first pitch in there to Maris is strike one. We're doing baseball bingo, that's a new thing. Win it Wednesday is also brand new. So if we win, the fans win and get a voucher to come back to a future game so 
trying to make a lot of fun at the ballpark. 0-1 offering. There's going to be another swing and a miss for strike two. Tomorrow night are thankful Thursdays. That's another new promotion as well. So government employees, show your ID. You get in for one dollar. Cost you one buck to come to the ballpark and hang out with us, have some fun. I know the state employees received emails every day this week reminding <laughs> to them remind about them. the Thursday night game. You know, they work awful hard and don't get a whole lot of uh, respected time. So we want to honor them to come out to the ballpark and enjoy a baseball game. 0-2 offering from Shreves on its way. Another swing and a miss. That's out nice. number two. That was a helpful strikeout if there ever was one. We have two runners on and a leadoff batter who's already hit you pretty hard to get the strikeout. So this will be center fielder Braden Brewer. He had a home run his last time at bat. Time before that he had a single and then flew out to the shortstop. Round out his three at bats, so two for three evening so far. Two on and two out. Shreves checks the runner at second. Long look in there. First pitch. Down central, calling strike one. He's found the groove now that he's driving in, doing quite well. So no balls and one strike. And checks the runner at second, 0-1 offering. That one fouled back, so it'll be 0-2. He's one strike away from getting out of the jam, leaving two stranded on the base path. He'll check again, runner at second, 0-2 offering. There's going to be a ball hit in the air. Should be a routine play. Lovich has it in his sights. He'll put the glove up, make the grab for out number three. So no damage done there. We're still tied at 4-4 four to four as we'll go to the bottom half of the frame. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Renegades Baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. Creating custom, handcrafted woodworking projects has never been easier. Become a member of Sawdust Studios and enjoy 24-7 access to a woodworker's paradise. Outfit with industry-leading, professional-grade tools, Sawdust Studios offers endless woodworking possibilities. Don't have woodworking experience? No problem, as Sawdust Studios offers affordable classes from a community of woodworkers, experienced designers, and master craftsmen. Youth classes are also offered for those junior woodworkers. For more information, search Sawdust Studios on Facebook or find them online at Sawdust. Sawdust247.com. Sawdust Studios, your community woodshop. Riverville Christian Academy has been providing a strong biblical foundation and academic excellence within a Christian environment to students for more than 16 years. Located in the Jefferson City, Riverville Christian Academy offers kinder prep through 7th grade with 8th grade to be added in the 2023-2024 school year. Riverville Christian Academy's primary goal is the discipleship of the next generation to impact the world for Christ. Average class sizes are just 16 students with a student body composed of families from over 30 area churches. Kinder prep offerings include 3 and 5 full day sessions with kindergarten offering a half day and full day program. To find out more about Riverville Christian Academy calling at 573-634-3983. We go to the bottom of the sixth inning. Still on the mound is Berkman. As he continues to work on the rubber. Sling it from the side. Top of the lineup. You're right, Good we will go. To score some runs right here. Absolutely, we'll go back to the top here. 
It'll be Forte, Wilmsmeyer, and Lovich will be due up. You're an excellent dancer. That's the thriller, isn't it? Then that we're listening to. You you should for sure leave lead the charge on that, Ashley. Well, we got the interns. We got the music for the Hey Baby dance. So we did it the other night and had a blast at the ballpark. They just don't know how to do it. That pitch upstairs, ball one. I did try to show them how to do it. That's true, I did. I'm not a good dancer either, but you know what? I got out there and had fun with it as well. I saw the video. You look great. 1-0 offering. That one outside. You know, what helped me was Rowdy was there to, you know, well, take the spotlight. So the I was good. Up. Yep, I could just I could just be in the background. I could be in the background cheering everybody on. So two balls and no strikes. And Bergman looks back in. 2-0 offering. That one in there called strike one. Forte was taking that one. It takes the count to 2-1. and one. And just past 9 o'clock here on the Show Me Sports Network, Blake Gasly here with you, joined by Sean Cockrum and Ashley Cartier in the background here. That one's going to be fouled back, so we'll go even at 2-2. Two and two. Hopefully you're hopefully you're enjoying the broadcast here on the Show Me Sports Network. We're glad you tuned in. However, you're listening via our Show Me Sports Network Media Center or our app. However you're listening, we're glad you're tuned in. Or Alexa, you can also... Tune in by Alexa. Just tell Alexa to play the Show Me Sports Network. That one's going to be a bouncing ball. He's going to beat this He's going to try to beat it out, and he will as the ball is overthrown. So he'll make the right-hand turn to head back to first base. So that was a slow roller, but there was nobody home at first base. The pitcher, Bergman, had to get over to try to cover it. And he was overmatched. He kind of falls off to the right side, and then he had to race... Adonis to first, and it didn't make it. Right. Adonis, a left-handed batter, so his momentum is trying to take him that way anyways. So now it's going to be left fielder Ty Wilmsmeyer. He's one for two today. Also has a walk. That one missed ball one, has a stolen base. Also scored a run. He'll be heading the count at 1-0. Again, he is one of the three Mizzou Tigers. Back-to-back-to-back order here in the lineup. One ball, no strike. He's going to rip that one. It's going to get down. There'll be runners at first and second with nobody out as he cue balls it into right field over a jumping Ramirez. Forte had to stop to make sure they got over Ramirez, or he might have got to third base. He kind of had to hold up. Yeah, he couldn't really tell how close. Ramirez was going to be to catching that, but that thing was way over his head. So now this will be right fielder Ross Lovich. He hit into an RBI single his last time up, so why not make it back for back at bats here? That pitch way outside. Third baseman playing in on the grass, so he might be thinking that Lovich going to maybe lay one down or push him a bunt. I doubt that would happen in this situation. And no outs here. Ross will step back three. in. So two, two runners on, nobody out here. Another pitch outside. Boy, these are almost look like they're in the neighborhood of intentional walks. Yeah, they are. The catcher's got to stab Adam way out of his crouch there behind home plate. 
But this would not be a spot for an intentional walk with two runners on first and second. Nobody out. Couple couple RBIs for Lovich. Has two hits as well. That one down central called strike one. So again, tied four runs for the Renegades. Four runs for the Mudcats. But two on, nobody out here. 2-1 offering. That one's going to be fouled back. So we'll go even to two balls, two strikes. Mighty cut. Yeah. Just nicked it on the way by. Mm -hmm. Good news is that only hit the catcher on the way by. Didn't catch everybody because it was passing. Yeah, he's, he's taking a beating back there behind home plate tonight. So Bergman, long stare in. Now he'll put the ball in his glove as he's set. 2-2 offering. That one's going to be fouled out of play. It'll go above our heads, so we'll do it again. Umpire's taking at least two pitches and almost got hit in the back of the head off yeah. of the Had one to the ball. face mask, had one to the to the uh, uh, upper thigh area, lower stomach area, kind of at the, not the groin, but the belt line. That's a better way to word it, kind of That's at it. the belt line. And then, yeah, had one almost off the pole in the net to the back of the head. 2-2 offering. There's going to be a ball. It's going to be hit to the uh, shortstop throw to second, and then he just airmails it into the dirt as Forte will put the brakes on. Thought about going home, but probably wise decision there. think he was thinking about going home if that ball got away from first base. Yeah. So Lovich hits into a fielder's choice there. Well, you got to be ready. Um, if the ball does get away just a little bit, you got to be ready to go, and that's what Adonis was doing. He was also ready to get back. So this will be the second Lovich. And Jackson Lovich, second in the uh, batting order here. Both good players. Runner's going to go to second. Big lead there. The hit and run is on. It's going to be a third as they've got a run down now as Adonis is going to be out. They tag him out. So that will be tough break there for the Renegades. Hard hit ball to the third baseman. It's already behind Adonis, and he's kind of caught because he's going to come up throwing, so he gets in the rundown. You, know, you get an aggressive lead, you try to get in there on something, let's hit on the ground, and then uh, just hitting the wrong spot for that. Not much he could have done. So now it'll be two outs, still runners on first and second, though, as this will be TJ Rockerbomber, the designated hitter. Still tied for a piece, he'll step in. That pitch outside, ball one. One ball, no strike count. That one's going to be fouled back, so we'll even at one ball and one strike. And we've been playing baseball bingo here at the ballpark. Had our winner, what, about the fifth inning or so? Yeah, not too long ago. Just helping my wife out with her card. She's got Grand Slam bulk. A couple other ones left that might be a little difficult to get. That one upstairs. Although, it wasn't for lack of trying because we did have bases loaded. We did. The Renegades were unable to hit into a grand slam. So two balls, one strike. And two outs here, two runners on. There's going to be a big swing and a miss. Even if you didn't have grand slam on your card, that still would have been fun. 
Absolutely. Would have helped us out here as we're tied four to four. So would have yeah. pushed a few more runs across the plate. So Levich on second, Levich on first. Rocker Bomber to bat. That's Ross and Jackson on second and first, respectively. There's going to be a swing and a miss. For out number three. So in the inning, there were no runs. Produced, so we're tied at four to four. So we're going to take a quick break and be back as you're listening to exclusive coverage Renegades Baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. Hi, this is Nick Hoslog, owner of Hoslog Landscape and Design. Every day, my highly trained team of experts works hard to give you the outdoor living area you've been dreaming of. By focusing solely on landscaping and hardscape construction, this has made us the preferred landscape and design company serving Jefferson City and the Central Missouri area. Thank you for all your continued support in voting us as winners of the Reader's Choice Awards and Jefferson City's Best multiple years running. When you are ready to begin your dream outdoor project, call us at 573-301-9464 to schedule an estimate or visit hoslaglandscape.com. Since 2018, Han Custom Laser Engraving LLC has been specializing in all things custom, using large format, high-powered lasers with some of the most advanced technologies on the market. Anything can become a canvas. The state-of-the-art system makes quick work of custom engraving on cups, glass, tile, wood, acrylic, metal, headstones with endless possibilities. They also offer custom one-of-a-kind signs that are sure to make your design stand out. Find them on Facebook at Han Custom Laser Engraving or call 573-489-8732 to find out more on custom laser engraving llc a veteran owned business we go to the seventh inning of work here as we're tied at four apiece gotta say uh Doing a little work there ourselves in the inning. Was board members versus interns in the Hey Baby dance-off. Really wasn't much of a contest. I agree, yeah. The the, uh, <laughs> the uh, interns just kind of quit. Yeah, well, they're overmatched. What are you going to do? So this will be batters three, four, and five come to plate here in the top of the seventh inning. This will be Bickers, Sears, and Sanchez. So third baseman, catcher, and right fielder. That'll be due up. Shreves, first pitch, called strike one. So Shreves picking up right about where he left off. So he's ahead in the count 0-1-1 next offering. There's a swing and a miss for strike two. So no balls and two strikes. And first batter of the top of the seventh inning. Well, the seventh inning stretch here between the top and the bottom half of the inning here. Have to find a way to get the Renegades to rally around and get some runs across. You know, other than that home run that his first battery faced, he's really done well. Pitch misses, one ball, two strikes. I agree. Shreves has come out here and done quite well. So one, two count. Shreves next offering. That one upstairs. He was a count of two balls, two strikes. What was I right about? You were right in my way. Oh, I was right in your way. Sorry. I make a better door than a window. Is that what you're telling me? So two balls, two strikes, the count. Shreves will peek over that glove. 
That offering, that's going to be hit on a bullet. Gloved by Hopkins. He'll throw to Nolf in time for out number one. Well, that goes as a 6-3 to three put out. Nice job of... Hopkins not to rush the throw. He had time, but had to make it rather rapidly. Also impressive on the play was, was, was Horschler, who, who gets, gets down there from the catcher spot. There's going to be a bouncing ball off the glove of Shreves. That's going to be a runner on first base. E1, our official scorekeeper says. So Tom gives it an E1. Justin Sanchez. I believe that's our first error of the night. I don't know if either team has committed an error. That's the first one I can remember. Sanchez is due up. Unless you would call the uh, interference an error. So that ball gets past the catcher. That one goes as a wild pitch. Interference, if you interfere with the runner, it's obstruction if you get in the way of the fielder. Is that correct? I think that is. Either way, it was a run for us. Yeah. That's all that matters. Yeah. So now the runner will be at second base. That's Sears. Reached first with an E1. Took second in that previous pitch. Sanchez ahead in the count, one ball, no strikes. So Shreves looks in. Now he'll check the runner at second. 1-0 offering on its way. That one a bit upstairs, but called strike one. It was upstairs on the strike zone. Yeah, it was, right at the top. So now he's seen exactly where the tipping point is on the top of the strike zone. One ball, one strike, one out, runner on second. 4-4 tie. Next offering, that one's going to be a ball hit in the air as into center field, coming back on it. Hopkins is unable to make the grab. That was a tough play all the way around. So Sanchez will be standing on first base. So now this will be second baseman. Luis Ramirez, he'll have runners at first and second with one out here. Ball was hit right between, in no man's land, between center field and the shortstop, and neither one could just quite get to it. Yeah, just, just in that perfect little triangle out there where nobody can reach it perfectly. Shreves is going to step off the rubber. The Renegades had a couple tough breaks this inning. Going to have to work out of that. So two on, one out here. Reeves will get the sign from Herschler. And he'll check on the runner at second. First pitch. That one get outside. Ball one. Sanford will be in the on-deck circle. Playing first base here tonight for the Mudcats. One ball, no strike count. Next delivery. There's going to be a ball that is going to be over. Oh, oh a caught in a double play. By Lovich as he scoops that over his shoulder. Throwback to first for the double play. Wow. As he gets the web gym right there as he just casually 
Reaches over the shoulder to make the grab. Toss the first for the double play to end the inning. The throw was almost as impressive as the catch to turn around and make that throw to first. The awareness to do that was fantastic. Absolutely. That will end the inning. We'll go to the bottom of the seventh inning. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Renegades Baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. Last Sentinel Firearms is your federally licensed and registered Type 7 FFL manufacturer dealer in Missouri, providing quality products to all types of sports enthusiasts, law enforcement, and individuals across the nation. Orders are currently being fulfilled, offering custom-built pistols and rifles from the AR platform made right here in Missouri. Visit their website at lastsentinelfirearms.com or call them at 417-684-7202 to find out what they've got for you. Last Sentinel Firearms, you are your last line of defense. The following public service announcement is brought to you by the Eddie Goodell Society, Jefferson City Chapter 10, doing little things to make a big difference. Want to make a big difference in your community? Be kind to others, drive safely, and put litter in its proper place. Join us in celebrating Eddie Goodell's historic Major League appearance as a member of the St. Louis Browns by doing something nice for someone today. Take a walk, Eddie. Seventh inning stretch. Take me out to the ball game. Just finishing up here. Yeah, Doc and Norm, if Official transportation provider for the Renegades, also our sponsor for the seventh inning stretch. Also, we are in the Doc and Orm broadcast booth. Go riding with Doc and Orm, Mid-Missouri's leader in premier group travel from groups of 1 to 100 and beyond. They do it all. Doc and Orm is the official transportation provider for the Renegades. They get us to a road game safely, efficiently. Most importantly, they get us there in style. To book your next adventure, call them at 573 256 1991, or email them at reservations at moexpress.com. And that is a big improvement from the yellow school buses that we used to ride in back in the early days of the Renegades. And so thanks to Doc and Norm. Absolutely. Players are very excited about having the big bus. It's nice to have room. We actually, when we went to Chillicothe, we had a few extra seats even. That never happens. So. There you go. This will be batter 6, 7, and 8. This will be fuller than Hopkins, then Nolf will be due up. Maybe we need to raffle off a, a road trip seat to some lucky fan. Might be a popular thing. That one misses ball one. Yeah, we had three coaches and myself and Ben and uh, the team on there, and we had a few empty seats. So it was uh, it was a good. The only thing we didn't have is the wind coming back after the game. We lost at Chillicothe, but it was a good road trip nonetheless. That one misses. Fuller be ahead the count 2-0. Two balls, no strikes. Again, leadoff batter here in the bottom of the seventh inning. Tied at four runs apiece. That one's a big swing and a miss. And that one crosses Fuller up. He had a single his last at bat. That one's out on a fielder's choice. So two balls and one strike. Next pitch. That one's fouled out of place, so we'll go two and two.
Two balls and two strikes. Again, nobody out here. Bottom of the seventh inning we play. Still tied at four runs on each side. Next pitch. That one's going to be a bouncing ball and diving stop by the second baseman. Throw to first in time. As Ramirez dives, gloves, throws the first. Another web gem by a second baseman tonight. We've seen several good plays here tonight. Now this will be shortstop Taylor Hopkins. Hopkins gets a good hand from the crowd here, particularly the Hopkins cheering section. It seems to grow in numbers as the game goes on. So, Love that. Got to love Absolutely. that. I think they need to get his face put on some signs to bring out here, too. Oh, yeah. First pitch to him called strike one. That's the only thing they don't have is, you know, a big big picture of big cutout, right. yeah, big cutout of his head. So no balls and one strike. Again, one out here in the bottom of the seventh. Bergman's next offering, that one called strike two. Ian Nolf, the first baseman in the on-deck circle for the Renegades. Both teams have stalled out here in the last couple innings and have put up zeros, so we're tied at four apiece. Good defense has caused that. Bergman's next offering. There's going to be a bouncing ball, and it's going to be foul ball. Foul ball. I don't know about that. It looked like it was over the third base bag, but I'll admit the home plate umpire has a better vantage point than I do from here. He was right on it, too. He was. He, he had, was. It, had it eyed. And he's looking right down the line at it. I'm looking across the line. So Hopkins will dig back in, down to the count 0-2. Next offering, he's going to hit that one foul. That'll get out of play, so we'll still stay at 0-2. In Capital Laundry, our official uniform laundry service. Keeping the uniforms looking good all season long here. We're happy to have them on board. Help us out mostly because that means we don't have to do the laundry. and That's yeah. awful nice. O2 offering, that one down and outside. Keeping those uniforms looking that nice has got to be a lot of work. It is, and we, you know, we got a new set of uniforms this year. Had that in the budget, so we got an extra pair so we can kind of rotate around and don't have to feel is rushed to get them cleaned and get them back out. We've got a few days before we have to wear each one. One, two offering. There's going to be a well-hit ball into uh, left center field. Left fielder coming over on it. He'll make the grab for out number two. Now this will be Ian Nolf, the first baseman. He has struck out, been hit by a pitch, and hit by a pitch. Now we're going to have to start calling him Mr. HBP. Last year it was Brady Voss was Mr. HBP. Well, I just he just about lean into that one next time. That was a little high and tight. Yeah, that one uh, that one was high and behind almost yeah. there. That one comes all the way back and hits the uh, concrete little pillar back here. If he gets hit here, he's for sure going to be the new Mr. HBP. He'll foul that one out of play. I don't remember how many times. Last year, if I remember, Brady Brady Voss last year had like nine, 
Like in the in the first ten at bats yeah, he had, he was hit nine times. Started the uh, season with something like that. Quite an array of bait, hit hit by pitch. So one ball, one strike count. Nolf digs back in. Well, Mr. HBP, go. take your base. So Nolf has been hit by pitch in his last three at bats. And as we were just talking, I don't think that's a team record. <laughs> it is not a team record. You're right, unfortunately. He is earning the seams today. He has been beamed three times now in the game. Now this will be. So the official score said he has tied Brady Voss for hits in a hit by pitch in a game. So good. Well, we might as well send him, you know, send the batting order through another time and let him get four here. Might as well. This is Joe Herschler. That one low and outside, ball one. Herschler will dig back in. And Nolf standing at first base with a hit by pitch. 1-0 offering. That one's going to be a broken bat. It's going to be gloved by the second baseman. He'll step on second. Almost a collision there at second base. Not a well well defended play there. But that goes as out number three as that will take us to the eighth inning. We're still tied at four apiece. You're listening to exclusive coverage Renegades Baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. Moex Dock and Norm Direct is back better than ever. Much more than your number one ground shuttle transportation service to St. Louis Airport. Yes! Moex Dock and Norm Direct is mid-Missouri's leader in premier group travel. Sporting events, concerts, wedding receptions, the lake, winery trips, Branson, plaza shopping, reunions, pub crawls, group sizes from 1 to 100 or beyond. We do it all. Remember, we want you to ride Moex Dock and Norm Direct. When things come out of left field, having a game plan matters. Farmers Insurance has over 90 years of experience helping people play through every stage of the game. We've seen almost everything, so we know how to cover almost anything. Talk to Farmers Agent Christopher Scott at 573-896-0131 to see how I can help you stay in the game. That's Christopher Scott at 573-896-0131. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers, Truck Fire Insurance, Exchanges, and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. We go to the uh, top of the eighth inning and a new pitcher in the ball game for the Renegades as this is Colton Holscher, 6'2", 175-pound junior. He's a left-handed pitcher. He is from right here in Jefferson City, Missouri, and I'm being told that he should stay away from chainsaws. That's what I I hear. So he apparently had a chainsaw mishap here recently. So this is his fourth appearance. He's pitched four innings, giving up only three hits, struck out nine in four innings. He is a southpaw deliverer, so bringing in a left-hander here. And Samford, Guzman, and Wright will be the three-do up. First pitch, outside, ball one. So Holscher. Next pitch, that one also upstairs. 
He'll be down in the count at two balls, no strikes. So two and zero oh, offering from Holcher on his way. That one upstairs. That also outside. He's got the velocity, just trying to zero in on the strike zone. Yeah. He's close. So three zero offering on its way. That mm. one misses. So walk given up on the first batter. That he sees. So now this will be uh, Guzman stepping in. I did kind of, I did notice he hadn't been in the rotation for a while, but I thought maybe he just needed a little extra rest or something, which maybe could be the case. Well, it's not unusual in the Mink League and with the Renegades to have guys have to take a few starts off, but. Uh, not generally because they uh, <laughs> hurt themselves like that. They come up with some good nickname for him, like some part of the chainsaw. The 1-0 offering, that one upstairs, ball two. And have a conversation here on the mound. I don't know my chainsaw parts very well, but I have to figure that out. We'll give him a new nickname. Yeah, I'll figure something out, I think. Got a new Mr. HBP, so. Yep. Maybe call him Link, like Chain Link, maybe. Okay, I'll work on it. <laughs> so conversation done on the mound here now. Has two balls and no strikes. Holscher so looks in, 2-0 offering, that one upstairs. Seven straight balls have been called. He's got the velocity, just trying to get the strike zone dialed in. Next pitch, that one upstairs, so back-to-back -back walks. Holscher giving up the first two batters he faces. First two walks. Some action in the Renegades bullpen. I see uh, here's Mike, head coach Mike D'Amelia out to talk to Colton. And it looks like we'll have a pitching change here. You know, the thing with this is that could have been a designed, yeah, designed uh, outing as it is to give him a chance to ease into it. You know, people forget how how uh, important it is to have, you know, pitching is really a full body event. So giving him the opportunity to uh, get out there, throw a few pitches. And we'll see who this pitcher is. So it's number 14. Clearly, we don't know these New Jerseys here. Making the mound for the Renegades, Tanner Smiths. I'm going to say it's Tanner Smiths. Made six appearances, 13 innings he's pitched. Struck out nine in those 13 innings. 1.38 ERA. 
Now Schmidt's listed at 6-foot-150-pound freshman, a right-handed pitcher from here in Jefferson City. Plays at Mineral Area Community College. So Nobody has come up and told us it's the wrong pitcher yet, so I think, I think we got that figured out. Does have his work cut out for him. Comes in with two runners on, nobody out. So two on and two out here. Again, pitching change. Probably wasn't thinking he'd get in this quickly. So Smith will be in to uh, inherit two base runners on and no outs here. As right will be the first to batter he will face. He'll show bunt. And that pitch will be a little high, ball one. And if you're not, when you're not listening to the Show Me Sports Network, you can hear the weekly Renegades interview on KTGR out of Columbia. Mike does a good job with that. They didn't get to interview Coach. He was on there today. Absolutely. It's a great opportunity to talk about baseball, and they enjoy it. We enjoy it. It's a win-win across the board. Schmitz will look back in. He'll check the runner at second, 1-0 offering. Shows bunt again. That one misses a little high. Ball two. Just a little up, the ball was. Smiths will lean over, stretch that arm out. Now he'll get the sign. He'll check the runner at second, second look in. Now his next delivery, that one's fouled straight back. So it'll take the count to two balls, one strike. Four to four tie right now as we play here in the top of the eighth inning. Runners on first and second. And nobody out here in the top of the eighth inning. 2-1 offering on its way. That one upstairs and outside. Didn't get the break he was looking for there, so... Smith's in danger of loading the bases here with no outs. He inherited a no out, two base runners on situation. That one's going to hit right in the side. Right didn't like that at all. He is still doesn't like it. Yeah, very frustrated as he's chucks his bat, chucks his shin guard, other protective equipment. He heads the first base. So now base is loaded, nobody out. So if you're still playing along with your bingo card, I guess the Grand Slam is still an option. Just really hate to see it here because Renegades are not at bat. So Smith has to work out of a jam here. Base is loaded, nobody out, tied 4-4. Four to four. Every base occupied, but that means a tag at every base. First pitch, that one inside, just about took the helmet off of Maris. He's got a lot of hair, so I think he'd be okay. So one ball, no strike count. He'll look back in. Now he steps out, gets a little breather, kind of wants to throw Tanner off a bit. We're back to action. Bases loaded again. Nobody out. 1-0 offering from Smith's on its way. That one outside. Slow, sweeping curveball. Was hoping to get a swing and a miss. Herscher has to shift over. 
catch that way outside the plate. So two balls and no strikes. Again, nobody out here. Bases loaded. Top of the eighth inning we play. That one is going to be fouled back. That'll be the first strike here. And the at-bat. Again, four runs on nine hits for the Mudcats. No errors, four runs. 11 hits and one error for the Renegades. 2-1 offering, there's going to be a ball fouled. Fouled into the Renegades dugout. Yeah, Jack Matishak bailing out of the way there. A scamper over there. Will be two balls and two strikes. And right. Stepping in here. 2 2 count on him. That pitch. That one called strike three. That worked out. A backwards K is recorded as Schmitz is two outs away from working out of the jam here. And now it's to be center fielder Braden. Brewer, he uh, popped out to a shortstop, had a single to left field, hit a home run, just a solo shot, and then flew out. That was count by the second baseman in Lovich. First pitch to him, called strike one. So he'll be down in the count at no balls and one strike. Schmitz looks back in. Bases are all occupied at the moment. One out. 0-1 offering. That one downstairs. Good stop by Herschler to keep it in front of him. Did exactly what he's supposed to do. Gets in front of it. Curls up. Lets the ball hit him. Bounce in front. No harm. Not evens the count at one ball and one strike. And one out here. Bases juiced tied at four apiece Smith's 1-1 delivery swing and a miss for strike number two another big sweeping curveball this one was in the zone and came out of the zone at the last second nice pitch got the uh, batter brewer to lay into it but couldn't connect lumber to leather so one ball two strikes again one out See Forte getting a little antsy out there in center field. 1-2 offering. There it's going to be fouled back. We'll do it again. So Forte out there in center field. I guess he brought his dancing shoes as well to the ballpark. So he's getting a little antsy out there. Smiths looks back in. And 1-2 offering, forthcoming. Now it's on its way. There's going to be a slow roller. It's going to be taken. Throw to second, and that ball gets away from everybody, and two runs will score. As runner slid in hard to second base and couldn't catch the ball on it was Hopkins. Not the best decision by the second baseman. That was going to be really difficult to get a turn a double play. The run was going to score. Winds up throwing it away into left field. 
So now it's a 6-4 lead in favor. Now Schmitz looks back. So there was an error on the throw, but there was an RBI. Schmitz. This is there to Bickers for ball one. So he will step back in again. Two runs have been plated here for the Mudcats as they lead now six to four. One ball, no strike count. One out, runner on first and second. And Smits is going to step off here. Now, Sean, you're going to run double duties as well. You got some big shoes to fill there. Well, I'll probably not do either job well, <laughs> but I'm kind of used to that. Going to be running the scoreboard here for a minute and doing the broadcast. So, 1 0 offering on its way. That one upstairs and outside, ball two. So two balls, no strike to count. Should have brought my reading glasses. <laughs> Not much help with it either. There you go. Good job. <laughs> Just don't add any more runs up there. Yeah. So two balls and no strikes. Again, two on, one out here. That one's going to be a well-hit ball into right field, going over on it, making the grab. He is Lovich. Now throw to third. The runner will tag and go to third. Now. Runner will go to second. That is out number two as Bickers flies out. And that'll be runners at second and third. The two outs here. That's will be catcher Tanner Sears. So Sears reached safely with an E1. Had a single before that, flew out to center field and started the game off at the top of the first with a single. Intentionally walk him. There you go. That's an intentional walk there, so write it yeah. on your bingo card. Now for the Probably a good idea there. Yeah, it sets up the force. It's two outs. And that'll be uh, Justin Sanchez, the right fielder. Those that had intentional walk on their bingo cards, you can check that off. Base is loaded again, two outs. That one misses, ball one. Sanchez digs back in. He's ahead in the count, one ball and no strike. And Smith's on the mound for the Renegades. 1-0 offering, there's gonna be a bouncing ball going to be gloved by Hopkins. He'll throw to first in time for out number three. Those is a 6-3 put out. However, eight batters came to play. Two runs were scored. That gives the Mudcats a 6-4 lead. We'll take a quick break and be back as you're listening to exclusive coverage of Renegades Baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. 
At Centurion Cares, for more than three decades, their focus has been on exceeding customer expectations for contact center software solutions. Their innovative communication solutions include utility interactive voice response software that allows for smart communication features that let your utility deliver superior customer service 24-7. They also provide other streamlined services like automatic call distribution, automated customer callback, reporting, and quality assurance. To find out more about how Centurion Cares can help your business, call them at 727-421. 5300 or look them up online at centurioncares.com centurion cares innovative communication solutions at the boone county journal we're with you all the way we know that you're more than just a subscriber you're an employer you're a parent you're a neighbor most importantly you're a community member it's our goal to provide you with the latest news sports opinions obituaries classifieds and more to keep you informed about your community to find out more about the boone county journal or to subscribe call 573-657-2334 or visit bocojo.com the boone county journal we're with you all the way We enter the bottom of the eighth inning, and now pitching is Steve. <laughs> Catcher just told us his name was Steve. That's all we got. What was his last name? Ricketts? Ricketts with a C or Riggins? Ricketts, R-I-C-K-E-T-T-S. I'm not sure why I say that because he's not listed on the roster that I have. That's how I would spell it. I just want to make, I couldn't tell if it was Ricketts or, or Riggins. I don't like pigs. It's Ricketts tonight, right? That's what we're going to go with. We'll just call him Steve. Steven, Steve. Steve is on the mound. Steve is taking the mound. So Ricketts will come in here. Tom's our rule book. He's our rule book back there. If you need a rule book, just ask Tom. What do, what do we need a rule for? Ashley, what do we need a rule for? So he's got. Oh, that makes sense. I thought their coach was dressed now down for the game. Renegades. That makes sense. Well. So he, he was kicked out of a previous game. And I think he has had to, to serve this a one-game one suspension. Maybe he's given eye signs. Oh, he's just watching. He's just trying to enjoy a nice evening at historic Ernie Vivian Field. Aren't we all? So this will be Adonis Forte to lead off. It'll be batters one, two, and three. So Steve on the mound. High kick. First pitch outside ball one. Interesting windup. He, if baseball doesn't work out, he should probably go check out the Rockettes. I think he'd fit in right well. <laughs> kind of a karate kid going yeah. out there. Kicks that left leg up. That one swung on and missed, even to count one and one. He definitely has a high leg kick with that left leg. 
He will look back in. Again, one ball, one strike count. Six to four lead in favor of the Mudcats. 1-1 one, one offering on its way. That one low and outside. I'd like to see if he does that with runners on base. Be good to get Adonis here so we can see what he does. Yeah. I don't think he did. I don't think he did. Again, he'll get set. Kicked that left leg way up. 2-1 offering. There's a swing and a miss. Even the count at 2-2. Two and two. It'll be Forte, Wilmsmeyer, and Lovich. It's Ross Lovich due up, and then Jackson Lovich will be due up after that if we make it that far. So Forte again steps in. Two balls, two strikes to count. Next pitch swung on and missed for strike three. That'll be out number one. So Ricketts. Gets the uh, first strikeout in the first batter he faces. Now this will be left fielder Ty Wilmsmeyer. He's had a single, a walk, flew out to shortstop, and had a single his last at bat. Well, his uh, his windup and delivery may be interesting, but it was effective on the first batter he faced. That it was. Wilmsmeyer will step in. Another high kick. That pitch down central, strike one. Wilmsmeyer will step out. He'll pull up the sleeves a little bit. Now he'll step back in. It's interesting. You know, young pitchers are taught to to, to focus in on the uh, on the catcher's mitt to find your zone, and uh, Ricketts kind of never looks at it. That one's going to be a well-hit ball into center field. Going back on it is Brewer. He will make the grab for out number two. Had a good pop off the bat, but for the didn't Ross. get quite far enough. Yeah, he just missed it, got under it a little bit. He uh, gave it a ride. Didn't quite get the good connection he wanted. Didn't quite barrel it up like he wanted. Ross Lovich steps in now. So two outs here in the bottom of the eighth inning. Six to four lead in favor of the Mudcats. First offering, that one swung on and missed. Strike one, it's Lovich. He's had a sack fly, had a single, had an RBI single, and hit into a fielder's choice, did have a stolen base as well. Well, one offering on its way. That one swung on and missed. For strike number two. Ricketts, as you said, has that unconventional high leg kick, but it's effective right now as he's looking to sit. The Renegades down in order. One, two, three here. Lovich down in the count at 0-2. Come on, Ross. You're a hitter, kid. You're a hitter. Ricketts looks in. He gets set. Takes that high kick. That pitch outside. I have to throw at least one more. I think the only thing that he's missing is he needs like a handlebar mustache out there. Yeah, something, something like that. He's got the high, uh, the high pants and got the socks and the unique delivery. So he gets set. High kick, one-two offering, swing and a miss for strike three. So three up and three down, retired in order here as we will go to the ninth inning. Still a 6-4 lead in favor 
of the Mudcats. We'll take a quick break and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Renegades Baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. Running out of some of your favorite Avon products and haven't seen an Avon brochure in quite some time? No need to worry. Avon Independent Sales Representative Michelle Cartier can help with your skin so soft, makeup, jewelry, fragrance, and skin care needs. Avon now carries cleaning supplies, clothing, daily essentials, and several small LG electronic items. You now have the opportunity to shop online 24-7 and have your order shipped directly to your front door by shopping with Michelle at mcartee.avonrepresentative.com. Com or find her on Facebook by searching Avon Carti. Hello, Blake Gasaway here with the Show Me Sports Network. I've had the opportunity to have some amazing calls, including overtime touchdowns, walk-off home runs, and buzzer-beating baskets. But I've answered another call. That's to serve my community as a volunteer firefighter. Stop and think what would happen if your home or property caught fire and no one was there to put it out. Every day, volunteer firefighters not only save lives and property, but also respond to other emergencies. Nearly two-thirds of our nation's fire departments are manned by volunteer firefighters. And because of this, we simply need need more volunteers to step up and answer the call. Stop by or contact your local fire department and see how you can become a volunteer firefighter today. I answered the call to serve my community. Will you? We go to the uh, top of the ninth inning. New pitcher on the mound for the Renegades. i got to find him here in the roster. This will be Carter Gorley, the 6'3", 200-pound freshman. He's a right-handed pitcher, also a right-handed batter. He is from the Woodlands, Texas. The Woodlands. And he plays at Colorado Mines. You know, one thing looking at the Renegades roster this season is there are a lot of young players which is, is, you know, sometimes can be a blessing and a curse. I have a little bit of break here. Definitely. I mean, they're, they're learning the next level of the game. Um, some of them did get a year in. Some of them are heading into a year of college, and some already had a year in. But, you know, it's a big step from where they were playing um, at the high school level to playing college kids at every position every day. Um, so, it, you know, there's some adjustments that have to happen. Right, particularly you know the uh, the the uh, couple three well the couple three that we have going to Mizzou you know from where they played like uh, with uh, Wilmsmeyer from from Springfield you know that's uh, that's obviously he saw some good competition in the Springfield area going to school there but you know Mizzou with the uh, SEC conference it really is the best of the best so absolutely it is uh, trying to as you were saying trying to get up to speed and. And, uh, you know, learn the game, maybe learn some new positions and stuff. So, But the thing I like about it is that sets us up for the future to have returning Renegades, which always is good to have a squad put back together. So first oh, yeah. batter here he'll see is uh, Luis Ramirez. First pitch to him, strike one. You know, we, we always like to build back from what we can. If we can have some returners, that's even better. That one upstairs outside, ball one. And we'll take plenty more players from the SEC if they want to come play here. Absolutely. You know, these guys, they, they have but just a couple months to get to know each other and form that bond and form that team. There's going to be a ball and almost another web gym there by Lovich, but it's going to get into center field. So it'll be a leadoff single. Not only that, too, but these players, they, they only have a couple of days to really get to know each other and, 
you know, get that uh, get that connection going, particularly with the pitchers and the catchers and, you know, those type of things to, to, to know where they're going to be at and know what it is and know the system. Well, right. They, they've been playing ball. They just either finished a high school season or the college season, but they haven't been playing with, together. And they're playing in different positions, some of them are. Right. So it'll be a leadoff single. That pitch low, ball one. Yeah, we see some guys that uh, you know, we actually have Colin Damel as a returner. Last year he started most of the season, or at least half the season, to three-quarters of the season. He was an infielder, then he got switched to pitcher, and that's what he came back this year as a returning pitcher. That one down central, called strike one. So, you know, if we can get those guys to come back, we, we like to have them come back, have some fun with us in the summer, and help build that camaraderie. Plus, they know what the community's like, they know what the team's going to give them, and Gets them plugged in, and the fans like to see the players come back. They get their favorites and like to see them back every year. 1-1 one, one offering. There's going to be a ball sliced foul. So that will make it 1-2. and two. But you're right about building the relationships. You can't discount what a pitcher and catcher, you know, what they're going through in the game. they got to be on the right page, and uh, it takes a little while to get to that. Well, not just that, but, you know, sometimes the signs are a little different. Uh, you know, the, the uh, things are just a hair different. So, it doesn't mean they, they grow up through baseball. They know the system. They know the game. But just getting on that page sometimes. 1-2 offering. That one goes by everybody. As that will be a pass ball, we'll send Ramirez to second base. And you see that sometimes, particularly maybe in the first week of the season, you see a lot of a lot of conversations between pitchers and catchers because everybody's new. Everybody's learning everybody. But, you know, those road trips, that's one good thing about going to uh, Iowa Going to Iowa early. It's 2-2. 2 I was wrong. 2-2. But going to Iowa, you know, gives them an opportunity to get to know each other and sure. spend, spend a lot of time on the bus. I like to play Mafia and some other things and get to know each other a little bit. I think saying they play a lot of Mafia is an understatement. <laughs> but two balls and two strikes. Gorley's next offering. That one a bit upstairs, so we'll go full. At three and two. Now Gorling has a runner on second base, has a full count here to uh, Sanford. He will step back in just after 10 o'clock here on the Show Me Sports Network. Hopefully you're enjoying tonight's broadcast of Renegades Baseball. Got to say, uh, board members, we proudly defended our crown on the Hey Baby dance-off against the interns. Absolutely. Uh, we just well, we did get into it. We what are you talking about? We were all about it. I didn't want to fall through the bleachers here, so. So full count again. Three balls and two strikes. Time called as everybody steps out and gets reset, readjusted. Samford steps back in. Gordon looks in. He gets the sign. He'll look back in. Still looking in. Now the payoff pitch is going to be a foul ball. Looks like it's going to get out of play, and it does. Anybody was asleep over in those bleachers? Oh, yeah. They're not asleep now. They're awake now, aren't they? I think they're a little shell-shocked. <laughs> that clanks off the bleachers. Glanced off the, uh, the roof here and got right behind some fans. So again we stay full. Three balls and two strikes. 
And Dorling looking in Renegades trail. Six runs to four runs. We play here in the top of the ninth inning. We're tied for much of the game at four apiece. That pitch that's going to be hit right up the middle. It'll be gloved by Levich. Double clutch throw to first to Nolf for out number one. Runner does advance to third base. So this is a 4-3 put out. The runner will be on third base now. This will be a designated hitter. Lion Guzman. Guzman steps in. Orlean again toes the rubber. Runner on third base. Guzman batting just 111 at the beginning of the game tonight. That first pitch. This is ball one. Well, he's had a strikeout into a fielder's choice, had a double, and had a walk. So his batting average might be down a hair, but around the same ballpark. 1-0 offering from Gorling. Bales out of the way as Guzman. Try to give him a little shave on the goatee on the way by. So two balls, no strikes. Again, one out runner on third base. Gorley looks back in. 2-0 offering. That one's going to be sliced foul. So we'll go two balls and one strike. More youngsters go chasing after those foul balls. Curious as to why they come back and sit down. I know, right? Then get out of the stands and run out to the bleachers again. They need the exercise. We'll say we've seen a lot of the uh, cards have been a popular prize to win tonight. The box of cards, book of cards, I don't know what you call it, but gathering of cards, that's been pretty popular. We've seen several people carrying those around tonight. One of the prizes you can win on the Wheel of Prizes. So Gordley looks back in. 2-1 offering on its way. That one down central. Needed that pitch right there. Evens account, two balls, two strike. Hopkins plays in at the edge of the grass at his shortstop position. Infield is playing, I don't want to say all the way in to stop the run, but it's close. That one swung on and missed for out number two. Got to worry about it if you get the strikeout. Gorling tried to strand the runner at third base. This will be left fielder Austin Wright. Step in now. Coming to bat for the Mudcats, Austin Wright. Got a fancy little pitch. Uh, that's pretty fancy. Game day app. And there you go. Yeah, we need. We also need a, a, a gun to tell how radar right, gun faster going right. So two outs here, runner on third base. First pitch, so I'm going to miss. Strike one. Sneak that in the budget for the next meeting. What do you think? Uh, think, I, think, I, think I think we should propose it. I don't know. Somebody had a little handheld one. I think it was Sedalia's. Yeah. Somebody with Sedalia that looked pretty nifty. There's probably an app you can put on your phone and do it. So no balls and one strike. And two outs here. That pitch. Called strike two. So Gorling, one out, one strike away from ending the inning. It's stranding the runner at third base after he gives up a leadoff single to the first batter he faced. 
Mudcats still leading by a score of 6-4. Oh, 2 offering. That one misses just a bit outside. So that'll make it one ball and two strikes. There, there is an app that will do that. Huh. Wonder how accurate it is. We'll see. Well, how would we know? <laughs> well, if it says something like it's 400 miles an hour, we'll know it's off. Right there, so Gordley looks in. One ball, two strike count. His next offering. That one's going to be hit a mile in the air. It goes foul. And trying to make the grab into the net is Herschler, and he could not make it as he falls into the net. But I got to say, I'm impressed with the tensile strength of that net because it's able to hold at least one Joe Herschler. May not hold two, but it can hold one. Gorling will step back in. One ball, two strike count. Two outs, runner on third base. Gorling looks in. Long look in. Right stares him down. One, two offering on the way. Swing and a miss. <laughs> I don't think that, that was a that was a 26 mile an hour <laughs> fastball. Yeah. Not sure that worked. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what that was looking at, but I don't think that was the same pitch we saw. So we will go to the bottom of the ninth inning. Renegades have do or die time as they've got to find a way to score two runs or more to go to extra innings or walk off with a win. As we'll take a quick break and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Renegades baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. Throughout the course of any game, different actions stand out to different people. But everyone remembers a walk-off, especially if it's a walk-off wood bat. Handcrafted right here in Missouri, walk-off wood bat company bats are made with premium-grade maple, ash, and birch, fully customizable to make it truly yours. From the length and weight to the barrel and handle color, you're able to customize every feature of your wood bats, including personalized engraving with a 45-day warranty. In addition to selling custom handcrafted bats, they also offer a selection of bat accessories, including lizard skin bat grips and batting gloves. To help find your confidence at the plate, give walk-off wood Bat Company a call at 816-261-1014 or visit wowbats.com. We are State Tech. We are hands-on education. When you choose the number one two-year college in the country, you know you will be ready for your career. That's why at State Tech, we say from the classroom to your career, we are the employer's choice. We are State Tech. We go to the bottom of the ninth inning, still trying to work our technology here. We've had everything from a 26-mile-an-hour fastball to an 861-mile-an-hour fastball. I'm not a uh, not a physics expert, but I'm pretty sure if he threw it 861 miles an hour, the catcher would be blown back here. Well, I think it was somewhere between 26 and 861. Actually, it was just somewhere in there. We got a good we got a good uh, we got a good in cap there. Yeah. So this will be batters four, five, and six for the Renegades. This leading off second baseman Jackson Lovich, then T.J. Rockerbomber, and Luke Fuller will be the three do up here. Renegades have to find a way to push two runs across the plate if they want to go to extra. Three would win it. High step by Ricketts. That one's going to be cue balled. Foul caught. Out number one. That goes as 
Foul ball caught by the first baseman. Now the Renegades down to their last two outs here. This will be designated hitter T.J. Rockerbomber. Rockerbomber. Deleting that app. <laughs> That's probably a Mink League record right there. That could be. Tom would know, though, I'm sure. That one's going to be found back by Rockerbomber, so he'll be down in the count at 0-1. Kind of like when they say it's going to be hot and the temperature shows up at like 775 yeah. degrees. It's just a slight miscalculation. Ricketts again looks back in. 0-1 offering forthcoming to Rocker Bomber. High step, it's on its way. That one outside evens account count one ball, one strike. I would still like to see somebody get on just to, to see what Ricketts, how he changes his motion, if he does. I think that's too much to ask for. Rocker Bomber digs back in. He's 0 for 3. Does have a walk. 1-1 offering. That one's going to be fouled out of play. That'll be one ball, two strikes. brought to you by American Family Insurance. Getting long game here at the uh, ballpark. Is ball game's about 3 hours and 15 minutes old right now. One ball, two strike, one out count. Ricketts again, high kick. Next offering. That one's going to be hit a mile in the air. It's going to stay in play. It is, and it'll be caught for out number two. All we needed there is some, we, we needed some, uh, like the Benny Hill theme song there for the uh, umpire there back at first base trying to get out of the way of that yeah. foul ball. So now this will be first base or third baseman rather, Luke Fullard. So the Renegades down to their last out here. Six to four game in favor of the Mudcats over the Renegades. Two outs. Ricketts steps. He delivers. That one called strike one. Fuller will step back in. They'll be down in the count at 0-1-1. Ricketts again takes that big high step. That one down central called strike two. The Renegades down to their last strike here. They're down 0-2. <laughs> Taylor Hopkins in the on-deck circle. Right 0-2 offering on its way. That one misses upstairs. Just missed, but definitely out of the zone. One ball, two strike count. Might actually have a uh, pinch hitter here coming in for Hopkins. We'll see if we get that far. 1-2 offering on its way. That one called strike three. So the backwards K is recorded. That makes the third out of the inning, and that ends the ball game as the Renegades drop to the Chillicothe Mudcats by a score of 6-4. to four. As we'll take a quick break here and be back and get into our postgame in uh, 
You're listening to exclusive coverage of Renegades Baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. Creating custom, handcrafted woodworking projects has never been easier. Become a member of Sawdust Studios and enjoy 24-7 access to a woodworker's paradise. Outfit with industry-leading professional-grade tools, Sawdust Studios offers endless woodworking possibilities. Don't have woodworking experience? No problem, as Sawdust Studios offers affordable classes from a community of woodworkers, experienced designers, and master craftsmen. Youth classes are also offered for those junior woodworkers. For more information, search Sawdust Studios on Facebook or find them online at Sawdust Sawdust247.com. Sawdust Studios, your community woodshop. Riverville Christian Academy has been providing a strong biblical foundation and academic excellence within a Christian environment to students for more than 16 years. Located in the Jefferson City, Riverville Christian Academy offers kinder prep through 7th grade with 8th grade to be added in the 2023-2024 school year. Riverville Christian Academy's primary goal is the discipleship of the next generation to impact the world for Christ. Average class sizes are just 16 students with a student body composed of families from over 30 area churches. Kinder prep offerings include 3 and 5 full day sessions with kindergarten offering a half day and full day program. To find out more about Riverville Christian Academy calling at 573-634-3983. Hi, this is Nick Hoslog, owner of Hoslog Landscape and Design. Every day, my highly trained team of experts works hard to give you the outdoor living area you've been dreaming of. By focusing solely on landscaping and hardscape construction, this has made us the preferred landscape and design company serving Jefferson City and the Central Missouri area. Thank you for all your continued support in voting us as winners of the Reader's Choice Awards and Jefferson City's Best multiple years running. When you are ready to begin your dream outdoor project, call us at 573-301-9464 to schedule an estimate or visit hoslaglandscape.com. Well, the Renegades drop this game by a final of six to four. So they snap their two-game losing, sorry, their two-game win streak. They snap that. As wasn't a bad performance for them. They just, I think, left a few too many base runners on the base path, and uh, also they couldn't find a way to string some hits together. Too many runners on the base pass. You're right. Couldn't get that key hit, and then the one inning. That uh, uh, two four-pitch walks to start off is never going to be great, and they wind up scoring the two runs. And I think that was the key difference right there. So, you know, like you said, not bad performance, uh, just kind of let down in a couple key areas and well, something to work on. Right, right? That's, that's actually something we could say for both teams. 11 yeah. base runners left on the base path for the Renegades, 12 for the Mudcats. So neither team pushing a lot of runs through. They could have had so many more. For the Renegades, they ended unofficially 2, 4, 6, 8, 11 hits. So 11 hits and 11 base runners left on the base path. And for the Mudcats, 11 hits as well. So very comparable with their same stats. That just shows how, uh, you know, pivotable they could have been had they been able to push a few more runs across and string string some plays together that's right like i said just a few key areas there were some great defensive plays tonight we got to see though yeah yeah we did we saw definitely some web gems on both sides yeah as uh, jackson lovich having a great grab out there out there at second base and uh, we had some some other plays throughout the game as well so they brought their uh they brought their defensive side and, and really on the pitching side not bad performance on either one. I think we saw both squads get in some positions where they didn't want to be in and have some jams, but they were able to work out of it and uh, either very minimal or no damage done. Yeah, you're right. Um, yeah, they worked through them. And that's part of the learning process that they're going to go through here, that you come into a situation where there's two runners on, they'll be out, 
and you're able to get through it with limited damage. So we didn't really have that big crooked number happen up on the board tonight. So, right, absolutely. And we kind of talked about it already too that you know for these players, very young squad for the Renegades, and and uh, you know relatively young squad here for the uh, for the Mudcats as well. But for the Renegades, you know these are players that that they saw some good quality high school action. But then going to collegiate level, it's just the next step. You know, they they see a, they see one or two guys uh, on on teams that are pretty quality in high school. But then when they get to uh, to college ball, it's everybody is is that level, and so it is a different action for them. Plus, they're playing more games. You know, they're getting different looks. They're seeing these different, uh, you know, different pitching styles, different things like that that they don't always see. So, you know, it's sometimes some growing pains you got to work through, but. Uh, overall, uh, you know, it's it's tough we got the loss, but Mike has talked about it before, too, in some of the conversations he's had with the teams in that, you know, we want to win. We want to win games, but more importantly, there's bigger things going on. You know, we want to see the growth. We want to see things get better. We want to win, obviously, but sometimes, you know, you got to keep the big picture in mind and see that growth as well. Absolutely. Still a fun night at the ballpark. Absolutely. Well, That's tomorrow night. We'll do it again tomorrow night. The Nevada Griffins will be in town. First time we get to see the Griffins this season. I swear we played uh, played the Outlaws about 18 times. We played the Bombers about 12 Bombers. times, and uh, you know played Chillicothe a couple times in there. But uh, we'll get to see the Griffins come to town tomorrow, as it is uh, our thankful Thursday, as we will have the uh, government employees just show your ID at the gate. You'll get in for a buck. Get to enjoy some time here at the ballpark. And, uh, you know, have fun, hang out with us. It's supposed to still be, I think, relatively nice tomorrow. Yeah. So what a great way to uh, spend the evening here at the ballpark and, and hang out and get some foul balls, spin the prize wheel. Maybe Rowdy will join us. I don't know if he got, uh, you know, holed up in the uh, in the slammer or what. You know, he's a little crafty sometimes and might have had to go back out west and take care of some cattle rustlers or who knows <laughs> what. But uh, we'll see if he'll join us tomorrow at the ballpark and just come out. And most importantly, see you support a, uh, you know, we support the Renegades. You're supporting a, a uh, family-friendly, you know, opportunity to have our players play play baseball this summer. But uh, we put a lot of time and effort into having family-friendly fun and, and a great time at the ballpark. So we, we appreciate the support. And, you know, tell your friends, tell everybody. I mean, you find a place that you can get in for a handful of bucks on any night of the week and, and spend, you know, three hours and have a good time, I'd be uh, shocked and hard-pressed to find yeah. that anywhere else. Yeah, I think it's less, almost about the same price as a gallon of gas you can get in here nowadays. Yeah, you know, I, I, I don't know why, but gas price is falling, but it's not falling around here. I haven't seen it falling. I, I don't understand that, and it doesn't matter where I live. It's always the last place <laughs> to uh, to lower the gas price. So, so it's your fault. I apparently, yeah, I blame it on me. So, well, Sean, any final thoughts uh, for tonight's game before we head out? Like just a little bit of a frustrating game. Uh, some key things didn't go our way. Some, some things did go our way. Uh, wind up losing by two um so yeah try to get tomorrow absolutely that's the way baseball is we're playing again absolutely that's why we play a lot of games so we can uh, you gotta have that short memory and turn around and do it again tomorrow so sean i appreciate you joining me here on the broadcast it's been fun we'll be back here tomorrow night as uh we said the nevada griffins come to town tomorrow night to uh play the first time we'll face them this season as uh they will they will be here ready to uh take on the uh renegades as a first meeting for them. Then we turn right around and travel to Nevada and take on the Griffins on Friday night, that in Nevada, for returning home Saturday and Sunday for the uh, Sedalia Bombers in town on Saturday. And then on Sunday, it'll be the, the uh, St. Joseph Mustangs here on in uh, 
at historic Ernie Vivian Field. Well, that's going to do it for our broadcast here today. It's been my pleasure for Sean Cochran, for myself, Blake Gasway, and the Show Me Sports Network. It's been a pleasure. Until we talk to you tomorrow night with pregame about 6.40 and first pitch at 7 o'clock. So long and have a great evening. You've been listening to the biggest and absolute best game coverage in mid-Missouri on the exclusive home for Jefferson City Renegades Baseball. The Show Me Sports Network and the Renegades Radio Network. The Show Me Sports Network broadcast crew are the ones that know your Renegades the best. Exclusive coverage of Jefferson City Renegades Baseball has been brought to you by Animal Medical Center of Jefferson City. Avon with Michelle Cartier. Boone County Journal, Centurion Cares, Christopher Scott, Farmers Insurance, Doc and Norm Direct, Eddie Goodell Society, Han Custom Laser Engraving, LLC, Hoslog Landscaping and Design, Last Sentinel Firearms, Retrieving Freedom, River Oak Christian Academy, Sawdust Studios, State Tech of Missouri, and Walk Off Wood Bat Company. We hope you've enjoyed the broadcast. Join us anytime on the web at showmesportsnetwork.com or find us on Facebook by searching the Show Me Sports Network. The Show Me Sports Network and the Renegades Radio Network, your exclusive home for Jefferson City Renegades baseball. Serving fans throughout the Midwest and even more around the world, this is the Show Me Sports Network. The preceding was an exclusive broadcast property presentation of the Show Me Sports Network and was a high-fidelity all-digital broadcast. This broadcast is copyright by the Show Me Sports Network for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this broadcast without the Show Me Sports Network's written consent is prohibited. Mm-hmm.